97.3. Acra. There can be no other man to save burn three. No need to change. Keep it tuned to CV. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning to life. Good morning. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. City FM, your station. It's a refreshing lifestyle. City FM. 7.3 How many know that God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you could ask something according to the power that worketh in us Hallelujah. How many believe it tonight? Somebody turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, he's able. Tell somebody else, he's able. Y'all ready? Exceedingly. All you could ask for can.
certainly is. Oh yes. And I know it works. Dietrich Hadden. God is able to do what he said he would do. He's going to fulfill what he promised to you. Don't give up on God because he won't give up on you. He's able. What a powerful song. Oh, I love it. This is true for you. This is true for your family. This is true for your city. This is true for your community. This is true for your nation. But the, the truth is, you don't have to give up on God. I've met many people who've given up on God, given up on themselves, given up on their spouse, given up on their children. Don't give up on God. There's nothing you can do with a person who's given up. That's the song. 27 minutes past 6. It's Tuesday, the 19th of September. Oh, I. This is the City Breakfast Show, hashtag CityCBS. Sometimes you need to let the song do the talking. Oh, yes. There are many factors that determine the success of people. Like definite purpose, clarity of vision persistence but i need to let you know that one of them vital forces for accomplishment on earth is called faith it's called faith it's the substance of things hoped for it's it's substantial it's the evidence of things not seen oh yes you can't obtain a good report on earth without faith oh yes now, the fact that you, you keep at it means you have faith. Lots of people think faith only believes for the impossible. Faith also hangs in there when it's improbable. When everybody's giving up, you still stick to it. Stay in that business. Stay in that race. Stay in that relationship. Stay in that fight. Stay in that industry. Don't run away. Oh, yes. Business Sense brought to you by ADB, the People's Bank. We've kept at it for years. We can now help you enjoy a variety of personal loans, including loan top-ups at very reduced interest rates. You enjoy longer tenors of up to six years. Call us on 0302-210210. ADB, the People's Bank. ADB, truly a Greek and more. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation.
attack, front to back, in this thing called rap. Nigga like a shovel rhyme, double on a heavily level, bang the brakes, turn up the treble, radical mind, day and night all the time, 714, wise, divine, maniac, brainiac, winning the game, I'm the lyrical Jesse James. Jumping straight into the newspaper review segment Brought to you by Fidelity Bank The Dropper account is here to help you As a business owner who wants to grow your business Convenient payment and cash collection options GHQR code, mobile money collect Mobile teller cash collection and more You also enjoy free insurance cover Up to 48,000 CDs Free inter-account transfer It's the gift that keeps on giving an interest-earning account available to both registered and sole proprietors trading in their personal names. Dial star six seven seven six star zero hash or visit myfidelitybank.com.ga today. Sign up for the Japper account. You know these are the good old raps. You know it's not like they didn't try to sound anything. They were just Charlie. You know it's getting, it's getting, it's getting kind of getting. Charlie, this one. Hey Charlie, you know those kind of raps. They, they, I think they were the 80s or something. So they were just wearing some yo-yo shirts. Listen, this one there, you can finish them. This, this one there, are better than them. Ah, what is this? I mean, I mean, this was the rap at the time. So this one, Charlie. Basically, I'm saying something. I've come, I've gone, I'll eat, I'll sleep, I'll dance, I'll have. Charlie, what is that? <laughs> make your rap, make me think. I see what you they do. In this thing called rap, nigga like a shovel round double on a heavenly level. Okay, this one is good. Yeah. Turn that up is. the trouble. Radical mind, day and night, all the time. Seven, fourteen, wise, divine, maniac, brainiac, winning the game. I'm the lyrical Jesse James. Uh, I'm the lyrical Jesse James. <laughs> A breakthrough innovation from uh, Total Energies ensures optimal performance for your engine and improves protection against mechanical wear by up to 74% even under extreme temperatures and pressures. Choosing quartz from Total Energies is choosing the engine oil that keeps your engine running efficiently and effectively. Quartz keep your engine younger for longer. I just had a good idea. Imagine if at the Business Olympics we had a rap competition. Hey. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, just uh, drop the beat. The Olympics. And then, the yes, Olympics. The, like, as a side show. You know, the last time I went for the Olympics, there was this bow and arrow show, yeah. Agai. Yeah, the archery. Yeah, it was really nice. Like, you, th- it's it's much more difficult than yeah, it looks. Yeah, you know? I've tried that before. I, I watched the thing on the I said, ah, this is so easy. This is my way. Uh, Charlie, I think I didn't even hit the target once. <laughs> so, I think we should do, like, off-the-wall contest, uh, rap contest. Rap drop them, and you'll be the judge. <laughs> oh, it will be too much. Charlie, <laughs> you know, there's some point in your company, the only work they do is that they talk. So bring them to do the rap. Uh, oh yes. The rap Olympics. It's the rap Olympics. So today's the 19th. It's just 11 days to go. Eden High Sports Complex. Or when we do the aerobics in the beginning. 
We can do free freestyle. We'll give the mic to somebody to do freestyle. <laughs> it's getting, it's getting, it's getting kind of hitting. It's it's getting, Charlie, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And this is the kind of music you used to do aerobics. Like yeah. You can use it to do yeah do, because it's up tempo. Do people still do that thing? Well, like do. wake up in the morning and be doing music. Yeah, yeah, people, people do, do that. Do. People do if you go to the gyms, yeah, those who sign they still up use music for it. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be. Yeah, yeah. Now they do a lot of <laughs> Afro beat and things. Yeah, right. Charlie, but this this one I'm coming to. I can see people walking, oh Charlie, people are walking for life, Charlie. And then some guy will be doing something like this. Hey, buddy, let me your little man, Charlie. Then you be doing. Hey, Charlie. So uh, <laughs> no, it's fast. So Charlie, please on the thirtieth, we are on meeting at Eden Heights. Giddy, 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 crap. Yeah, it's brought to you by EK Brand Consult. Lozati lozenges. Yeah, Lozati. <laughs> Blue jeans, energy drink, and Holad insurance. From eight o'clock. Oh man, Charlie, today I need more of these old school raps. Eh? You know these types. <laughs> You know that like the heavy D, those type yeah, of things. We don't want the new guys. The new guys they are too sophisticated. This one we understand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was some group called KRS One. Oh, KRS One was actually one rapper. Uh, they they yeah. sounded very nice, like these guys. That's one of the OGs. One of the OGs. Yeah. True come on, OGs. come on, go for what you like. Come on, come on, go for it. Go for it. Those songs. Hello, yeah. Shai. Those things. KRS One. Those I miss those people. Daddy. A tribe called Quest. Not the new new guys where they confuse me. Yeah. Not a tribe called Quest. If you know a tribe called Quest, yeah. A tribe called Quest represent represent when the mic is in my. Charlie, you know that thing. Yeah. You know, you know the, the, one of my favorite songs from, from back in the day was What's this one? You know that you know do you know that song? I wish I was a little bit tall. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot you know, I forgot you the guy. Like, it was a hit. I wish I was a little bit taller. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we have the news by review Nathan Kwao. Yeah. Nice check it shit. Godfrey is in a spiritual mood this morning. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of good stories for us. Let's start with the Ghanaian Times. The Ghanaian Times says ongoing voter registration exercise. EC captures one eighty two thousand eight thirty one mm. nationwide in six days as it parries voter suppression allegation. Something that will excite Godfrey, though. No uncertainty about 13th African Games. LOC to host competition March 8 to 20, uh, March 8 to 23. Okay. That's next year. That's according to Dr. Fuswasari. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to the tournament. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, important. Be there. It's important. Um, and Dolly Bridge linking Wakumasi washed away. Passengers stranded. And police investigate alleged rape, murder of woman at Arian Kwanta. Front page of the Daily Graphic on the matter of police promotions. 40 chief inspectors sue IGP. Beware of scammers, GTEC cautions mature students. And limited voters registration, EC revises target. I'll tell you why. Okay, if you go to the Finder newspaper, it says, EC rejects claims of collusion with MPP, promises to register all eligible voters. Killer house boy accepts responsibility, begs for leniency. Cocoa, market, cocoa manufacturing SMEs, Lord Government's plan to supply them beans. And 22-year-old lady suspected of being raped to death. And three visually impaired siblings appeal for support. I'll take you to the Daybreak Newspaper's front page. Asenso Boachi is dirty, oh. says Kennedy at Japan. He was in Kumasi granting interviews. Oh. Yes, Thursday is Kwame Nkrumah holiday. Yay! Hey, 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 hey. Aloski noted, Thursday is Kwame Nkrumah holiday. 
That's the front page of the daybreak. Is that okay. a threat or an announcement? <laughs> it is an announcement. Okay. <laughs> the Chronicle says Alan Cash shocked mm. over CPP link. Hey. Other stories Accra Commando slapped in traffic case. Judge suggests out of court settlement. And uh, front page comments CDS should please stop creating fear and panic. That's what the Chronicle is saying. And women's role in breaking. Women's role critical in breaking the eight. That's according to Cecilia Jan. I'll take you to the front page of the Anchor News. They're also dealing with the Alan and the Green Street combo. It's rubbish. Oh. Alan not in talks with CPP's Ivor Green Street. EC registration turns bloody at Agona West. I saw that story yesterday. And journalists to stage demo over terrible Malam Kaswa highway hmm. the business analyst says demand for us dollar continues to outstrip supply a cd loses 0.43 percent value to american green back uh, is speaking to ECOWAS leaders apply medium to long-term solutions to address adverse economic challenges and ec not seeking to disenfranchise eligible voters that's according to gene mensa and a privilege of the Daily Guide, <clears throat> Nana Pia Mensa, aka Nam One, faces court today. The EC's update is here. Julius Debra changes gear in Mahama running mate bid. That story will not go away. And of course, the Daily Guide still running with uh, the murder of Princess Efia Ahinkai, killed by 22 year old Alistair John, and cites a confession I killed my madam. Uh, the Economy Times says BOG reviews health of economy. February 2023 exchange reopened. Esla, Dachi bondholders directly invited. And BOG urges mm. banks to tender capital restoration plan for a progressive recapitalization. Recapitalization also on the front page of the graphic business. Recapitalization of BOG must be prioritized. And also, if you go to the front page of the BNFT, market tilts toward policy rate retention. All right. Uh, did you do the economy times already? Yes. Let's okay, take you online. A few more headlines for you. Asantini says military takeovers not the solution to Africa's economic challenges. Also, it will be difficult for MPP to win 2024. This is Professor Kwamna from Pomboating. He also says that Ghana has not had any transformational leader since Kwame Nkrumah. In other stories, uh, I'll contest the quiet parliamentary seat. This is COP Mensa. And then 126 factories now operational. Over 160k jobs created. Katie Hammond on 1D1F. And then, then this is alleging that this is colluding with MPP to disenfranchise Ghanaians. Meanwhile, the EC has come out to react to some of those allegations in a press statement. If you go to majoronline.com, the stories <coughs> there. Government is still spending as though there was no crisis. Professor Bokwin on reopening DDEP. Also, inclusion <coughs> of pension Ben holders in new program is an error. Eduanane is not happy. Then the chilling account of how house help murdered his madam in cold blood in Kumasi. And then EC registers 182,831 in first six days, according to the EC boss. City Business News, Ghana tops African countries with highest debt with IMF. Also, 1D1F, 126 factories now operational, over 160K jobs created. This is Katie Hammond. And then pensioner boardholders are petitioning finance ministry. They reject the new DDEP. Star FM, halt voter registration if you've received injunction. Jantua to EC. <coughs> also be prepared for the consequences of non-payment of our allowance. Tell to government. And then Kennedy Japan says Dampari has been exceptional in fight against robbery. So he gets an endorsement there. 
from Mr. Ejepong. A few other stories. Um, about 10% of Libya flood deaths were migrants. This is BBC's Africa page reporting this morning. And then a few other stories. There's a spat between India and Canada. Reuters is reporting that mm-hmm. India has expelled Canadian diplomats saying they are concerned about anti-India activities. You know? So those are some of the headlines making the rounds across the world. Let's start with the Electoral Commission and their updates <coughs> on the registration. Yes, page 12 of the Ghanaian Times. And the EC says it has registered a total of 182,831 eligible voters in the first six days of its ongoing limited voter registration exercise. And mm. they gave some detail. Now, the Ashanti region has the highest uh, number, 29,255 that represents 16%. The Greater Accra follows with 14.9%. And it goes on and on and on. With the Upper upper West getting the lowest figure, 5,241, representing mm-hmm. 2.9%. So the ECS chairperson, Jean Mensa, uh, gave these details at the Let the Citizen Know Media Engagement in Accra yesterday. Mm. I'll give you some further updates on that. If you go to page 17 of, well, a different leg to that, page 17 of the Daily Graphic, ongoing uh, limited voter registration, EC chairs action on constitutional. He has said the action by the EC to limit the ongoing voter registration exercise to district officers was unconstitutional, illogical, autocratic, and amounted to voter suppression. According to him, um, Mr. Ablakwa says they have a plan B, uh, that they are currently keeping under wraps. Then went on to outline some of the difficulties that people were going through. So, for instance, uh, transportation cost from Japan to the Volta River Banks cost 23 Ghana cities. Hmm. And commuters pay about 10 Ghana cities each to use the canoe to cross the river to Bato and then join a motorbike to the center. Mm-hmm. The situation becomes even there when each person will have to travel with two guarantors to Bato to register. So, the EC and uh, the MP and his team have put in place some measures uh, to deal with this. Now, Mr. Blackwa uh, also spoke about how on average an individual may have to travel between 70 and 90 kilometers mm-hmm. from different locations to the center. Again, on this same exercise, on the same page, violence rocked the ongoing electoral mm-hmm. commission's limited voters registration exercise to Kaikwe North mm. and Agona West constituencies in the Greater Accra and Central Regions, respectively. Hmm. In the Agona West constituency, some toys allegedly inflicted machete wounds on a member of the NDC during the exercise. And then at the Kaikwe North constituency, unidentified men allegedly stormed the East District Office to attack some registrants without any provocation, leaving about 15 people injured. All right. Mm. Well, just staying with that quickly, the EC boss also stated that there were plans to roll out a continuous registration exercise in all its district offices nationwide in 2024 mm-hmm. for what she described as a considerable length of time. So okay. we'll keep an eye on that. Um, let's go to page 11 mm-hmm. of the Ghanaian Times mm-hmm. where they give details of the Dolly Bridge Linking Wa and Kumasi okay, getting washed away. Now it says a section of the Wa Kumasi Highway in the Bole district of the Savannah region has been cut off following a 12 hour downpour on um, Sunday. Now the downpour started at 12 a.m. because the Dolly Dam to overflow its bank and it led to the collapse and washing away of the Dolly Bridge, which links the Bole Bamboy district to the Sola Tuna Kalba district. So that's the image there. Very, very, very distinct. There's another image. story that will interest you on page 56 of the Daily Graphic. Fetu Afashe was grand, but Accra Cape Coast gridlock yes. denies access. Yes. Brilliant yes. writing yes. by Chris Nunu, 
who gave plaudits to the people of Cape Coast for the fatal affair in Ogua. But in spite of all these, a major concern which could derail the gains was the the unmotorable portions of the Accra Cape Coast Road and the dangerous portions as well. The road has outlived its usefulness and has been described by many as not fit for purpose. And then it describes how on February on on Friday, September one, thousands that were on the road to be part of the celebration had to endure close to two hours of frustration in traffic just to cross from Kaswa to Ewutu Breku, a journey of about 20 minutes. The experience was no different when the visitors were returning to Accra from sept- uh, September 4 uh, because part of that road had flooded along the Tuba Junction toll booth after some rains. Now, this is the part that the journalist wants to demonstrate yes. in respect yes. of. Yes, if you go to Pesia, they talk about the demo that is loading. Apparently being organized by journalists who reside in that part of town, so uh, journalists who reside around Wager, Botiano, West Hills area, Tuba, Amanfrum, and Broadcasting, Siadang, are uh, looking to demonstrate about the poor nature of the roads there. Um, the Anconis has also observed the situation around Old Barrier, the Atala section of the highway mm-hmm. in the Gasalt municipality, and it has frequently caused uh, gridlock, significantly extending commuting hours during rush. Uh, All right. Now, let me take you to a couple of stories that will interest you. 1D1 FCT Business News is reporting that 126 factories have been uh, now operational. Over 160,000 jobs created. Katie Amond is speaking. The new Minister for Trade and Industry, Katie Amond, has said that 126 projects are currently in operation under the government's 1D1F policy. According to him, about 300 established companies are also at various stages of completion, actively taking part in the supply chain. He was speaking at the Ghana Industrial Summit and Exhibition 2023 on September 18, organized by AGI. Katie Amon highlighted a number of direct and indirect jobs the 1D1F had provided. Now, that's a good story. But on the flip side, Ghana tops African countries with highest debt with IMF. That's on the same website. Oh. So Ghana has maintained its spot as Africa's most indebted country to the International Monetary Fund. Now, the debt at the IMF increased by 35% over the time period and a consideration per data from the IMF's quarterly finances July ending this year. This accounts for 9.55% of the 17.6 billion special drawing rights in total loans. Out of the five categories of largest outstanding loans as of that period, Ghana's SDR stood at 1.69 billion, higher than the 1.24 billion recorded in April. Now, the second, the other countries mentioned in that category are Kenya, DRC, who are the second and third largest debtors to the fund. Now, I'm bringing this story because if we go to Joy Online, Professor Godfrey Buckwin says, government is spending as though there was no crisis. Right now, <laughs> he is saying that economist, so sorry, economist Professor Godfrey Buckwin is uh, berating the government for not sticking to its side of the bargain to adjust fiscal expenditure amidst the country's debt sustainability crisis for which reason creditors had taken a haircut to save the situation. He was speaking on PM Express and says he's surprised that the government continues to spend and is asking for more people to come for a debt exchange in a very difficult time for Ghanaians. So that was Buckman's view on the matter. Well, let me take you to the police uh, on the front page of the Mm -hmm. Daily Graphic where 40 uh, chief inspectors have sued the IGP and the Attorney General, according to a story by Emmanuel Lebo-Hoxin. Mm. In a rate filed at the Kumasi High Court, the police officers claimed they were excluded from a series of promotions mm. prompted by a special amnesty granted to police officers who passed out from police training schools by 2008 mm. and had obtained university degrees as of 2020. Mm. This is the case of the 40 police officers that, in spite of serving between 25 and 30 years in the police service, the police administration had promoted their junior colleagues to other ranks under the same special amnesty but had refused to afford them the same treatment 
to aid their entry into the police academy in furtherance of their promotions hmm. to the ranks of assistant superintendent of police. Now, as part of the defense, hmm. um, the IGPs and the attorney general who are being uh, defended by state attorney Kwekubwachi Boating, they have argued that the suit has no merit and therefore have urged the cause to dismiss it. They have the contention that the IGP had passed to only promoting officers up to the rank of chief inspectors upon the recommendations of the appointments and promotions advisory board hmm. while promotions above the rank of chief inspector under the purview of the police council upon the recommendation of the APAB. All right. So we've heard that. The other story, I'm sure I've heard the COP Mensa is running for MP. He says he wants yes. to be MP for Bekwai. And Canadian mm, uh, okay. Japan is also telling the uh, government not to remove the current IGP. Indeed, he's actually, if you read uh, the story on Star FM's website, he's basically saying that um, the IGP has overseen significant reduction in robberies across the country due to the changes he introduced in the police service. And he was speaking yesterday. He said even though there had been some disagreements with the IGP in the past. He believes his performance as police chief has been outstanding. If you go to the police headquarters, you will realize that the man, Dampari, has done well. I fought with him once because of his refusal to act when the killers of J.B. Dampari confessed to him. But he's done really well. How many times have you heard of armed robbery since Dampari was made IGP? People were being killed and their money being stolen in broad daylight. How many times have you seen this since Dampari came into office? I've, been, I've called one of the guys in the leak tape who is from my village and blasted him. We don't like change. The MPP, Firebrand, told Kumasi Base, Kesben FM. So, enough on the police stories. Um, I want to give you guys quickly some two stories from the point of view yesterday. Professor Frimpong Boating is in the news and he says it will be difficult for MPP to win election 2024. This was after a direct question about breaking the eight. In an interview on the point of view, the former Minister for Environment, Science, Technology and Innovation said it would be difficult for the governing MPP to retain political power based on the party's performance in the last seven years. He also said that the opposition NDC was not giving him any hope, suggesting that neither party was a good option for Ghana. He also says Ghana has not had any transformational leader since Kwame Nkrumah, speaking in relation to a letter he wrote to Ghana's next president. He says that there was absence of political will and transformational leadership since Kwame Nkrumah was overthrown. And he says Ghana's vice prime minister, Kwame Nkrumah, was the country's sole transformational leader, that adding that the death of such leaders in the years following Nkrumah's leadership had contributed to Ghana's current economic woes. Well, on page 18 of the Daily Graphic, again, I just African Secret Election Constituency Chairman. Mm. Uh, this is Robert Osebonsu, who is the Dom Kwabenya Constituency Chairman of the NPP. He says nothing stops the sitting member of parliament uh, for the area. Uh, but... Uh, she has so to go through she expressed interest yes it says mm-hmm. they don't have a problem but she will go through the process keep an eye on that that seat for their primaries yes. lots of interesting things may happen let's come to the economy times what do you have for us well the economy times um, is saying the bank of ghana is calling on all commercial banks operating in the country to tender in their capital restoration plans mm. for a progressive recapitalization over a three-year period now okay the, now it says the exercises as a result of a turnaround in banks profits and planned equity capital injections. And mm-hmm. the aim is to rebuild banks' capital buffers, mm-hmm. enhance resilience, and position the sector mm-hmm. to support the country's growth agenda. There's an interesting story here. How KIO officials sees the Ghanaian gold ring bungle for gold for oil policy. Chrissy Pratt is the one they attribute the story to. And it says, Ghanaian senior journalist and editor of the Inside Newspaper, Chrissy Pratt, has narrated how a Ghanaian man who was traveling out of the country through the KIA 
God is valuable confiscated by airport officials. He says officials seized the gold ring and bracelets of the man with the excuse that Ghana was broke and his valuables were going to be used for gold for oil policy <laughs> implemented by the president's government. A Ghanaian man was traveling out of the country when he got to Kotoka International Airport. They seized the gold ring and bangles he was wearing. They, the KI officials, told him that the country was broke and that it needed gold to go and buy oil. Narrating the incident on his Facebook page, <laughs> he was informed of the incident by the man's sister who is an officer of the Ghana police service. I mean, imagine this. They seized the guy's wedding ring. But I feel like the, 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 all the cameras at the airport should be able to capture some of these things. You know, because some of this is just terrible. The kind of treatment they meet out to travelers in the name of trying to check their bags. This is so, this is so bad. And then you know. finally, for me, on the uh, page six of the Daily Guide, the mm. number one will be in court today. I think that would be like his 38th court appearance. If I'm but not these are the new charges, right? Yes, the new one. So we'll okay. see how that one goes and provide for that. So, is, but have you not given the Alan story? Alan oh. said he's shocked at the Yeah, yeah. Let, let, let me let's, let's quickly. Quickly. Now, Alan Tremantin, who is the former Minister of Trade, says he's shocked over a report of his intended alliance with the CPP's um, Ivor Green Street. Mm. Now, highly placed sources close to the uh, the former minister told the Chronicle that the reports carried by the media could not be true. Mm. The Chronicle was told on Monday, September 18, that no discussion rela- uh, relative to Alan partnering with Ivor Green Street had been initiated. And according to Alan's camp, which was yet to respond to the claim officially, the report was propaganda mm. aimed at causing disaffection between Alan and the ruling MPP. All right, Aloski. Why is it that all the state people no, they are giving themselves awards like that? If you go giving themselves that, or collecting awards? Yeah, collecting awards. Everybody's collecting awards. Uh, you are the only one who is not collecting. You are the one who is not serious. Everybody you are not serious. You, 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 you are not taking your post seriously. Yes, this one is going Let me do the DVLA uh, story. Award, award, award. So we are told that DVLA is partnering investors to introduce the tertiary drivers project. Okay. An interesting story. And uh, Ama Kofibua and others lead celebration of Osajifu Kwame Nkrumah's birthday. Mm-mm. That's uh, happening. Oh, that's on Thursday. Yes, that's happening. We will well. celebrate it here. And, and then I. another one that you need to think about: <laughs> demand for US dollar continues to outstrip supply. Asili loses 0.43 percent of value to the American greenback. Keep oh, an eye is on that, that so? Keep an eye on that story. We'll be checking it as well. So that's all we have time for on the newspaper review. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. City Business News coming up. Brought to you by MTN. People still hear that door collar tune when they call you. MTN wants you to know you can bring some life to your collar tune. Ring back to some favorite music. Dial star one three double five hash. Choose from a wide range of music options, and that's it. Everyone who calls you gets to listen and dance to your favorite music too. Get a great collar tune and ring bone ringtone today. Enjoy life only on MTN. Latte Latte is here with the news. Good morning. Good morning, Bernard. Hello to you out there. Welcome to the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN Goyle and powered by our most comprehensive business news website, City Business News. Dot com. This morning, let's begin from here because many regions across the country are underperforming. 
on the SDG indicators of inclusive and sustainable economic growth due to the aftershocks of COVID-19 and other factors. Several small businesses in developing economies have also been adversely affected and have their sustainability threatened. The following news desk report highlights what the government of Ghana is doing to ensure that the local industry thrives despite the harsh economic conditions. Generally, the progress on the implementation of Sustainable Development Goal SDG 8 has been slow with major global gaps and uneven progress in some cases. As at the end of 2021, for instance, global economic recovery had stalled by new waves of COVID-19 infections, escalating inflationary rates, supply chain disruptions and labor market challenges, among others. Russia's invasion of Ukraine also seriously affected global economic growth in 2022, with forecasts projecting a slow global economic growth. There is increasing concern regarding the deepening productivity gap between middle-income and high-income nations. Despite prevailing global economic challenges, the government continued to implement programs aimed at easing the burden on Ghanaians. Some of these were enhanced support to micro, small and medium enterprises, MSMEs, by launching 67 business resource centers. That was a Newsdex report filed by my colleague Nashika Caesar. Away from that, and government has explained that the suspension of the construction of new factories for the manufacturing and bargain of Portland cement in the country will boost confidence in the local manufacturing sector. According to the government, the temporary ban will create a coordinated mechanism for regulatory institutions to issue permits before the authorization of construction work. Sector Minister Katie Hammond believes that the ban will eliminate uncertainties within the cement manufacturing space. The temporary measure has become necessary to streamline and put in place a coordinating mechanism for the issuance of permits by various regulatory institutions before construction is authorized. This measure would help to remove uncertainties and enhance business confidence among current manufacturers as well as prospective new entrants. It also offers an opportunity to examine and address issues of concern to the industry and government, including enforcement of standards, adherence to environmental safeguards, and market opportunities for existing producers to maximize the use of their installed capacity. Katie Hammond is the minister responsible for trade and industry. Moving on. Tax analyst Francis Timoboy has expressed deep concern over the non-operationalization of the Tax Appeal Board Secretariat in the country. He emphasizes the crucial role of an efficient tax board in facilitating fair tax assessment and bolstering the government's revenue collection efforts. In an interview with City Business News, Francis Timoboy urgently called upon relevant authorities to take immediate action, ensuring the board operates at its full capacity to achieve the highest levels of customer satisfaction. The Tax Appeals Board, we are told, is not fully operational. The Independent Tax Appeals Board was set up in 2020 and then got um, inaugurated this year, January. It's quite unfortunate that it took us three years almost to set up the Independent Tax Appeals Board. Fundamentally, the appeal system is crucial safeguard for taxpayers 
and so if the appeal system is not available or is inaccessible taxpayers are unable to challenge decisions of the tax authorities and if we decide not to operationalize it as early as possible it may even affect revenue collection because any disagreement between tax authorities and taxpayers will have to go to the courts and you know how the court system works it takes too long for judgments to be given so government efforts in revenue mobilization may be halted yes the law makes provision that you have to pay 30 percent before you can proceed to court but if the 100 percent can be collected why collect only 30 percent so i think that we need to you know put in more effort to operationalize the 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 secretary the Francis Timoboy is a tax analyst. You are listening to the breakfast edition of City Business News with me, Ni Lati Latin. More stories this morning. If you are an operator of small-scale lead battery recycling and you are doing that without authorization, then the Environmental Protection Agency may be coming after you soon because the agency is beginning a crackdown on lawful operation. The agency emphasizes how lead poisoning can have negative health effects on individuals living in hotspots of lead contamination. At a joint declaration on a national action against lead poisoning, the executive director of the EPA, Dr. Henry Kokofu, cautioned lead battery recycling operators to take proactive steps to register their businesses. Uh, what we are now targeting are those who are doing informal and, if you like, small scale within their own confinements within communities, uh, in their homes and other places. These people pose the greatest threat, and that is what we are going down there to clamp down on them. But we are calling on them also to come out openly, come under the radar of EPA, so we can come to see your facility, regulate, and then advise, uh, maybe technically, uh, then there may be the need to relocate. And Dr. Henry Kokofu is executive director of the Environmental Protection Agency. Now, poor agricultural practices are affecting the yields of vegetable farmers in the Bono region. To boost production, these smallholder vegetable farmers have been trained on simple farming techniques. The following report has more. Smallholder vegetable farmers in the Bono region have been trained on simple farming methods that will improve their yields. The initiative by East West Seed Knowledge Transfer. A non-profit organization was to build the capacity of some smallholder vegetable farmers in the Bono region to embrace simple farming methods to increase production. We know that the farmers in Ghana are working very hard and we, we chose to start from the Bono region, which is the food basket of Ghana, so that we can contribute our quota to continue to keep this region as a food basket of Ghana. What do we do? We train farmers or we provide capacity development to farmers by using small, simple technologies to use materials that are natural in the environment, like the types of mulch that you have observed here today, cocoa leaves, rice straw, dry, dry grass, it's all around, uh, corn husk. We are trying to promote those even more than the plastic mulch because that one you have to spend money to buy. The ambassador of the Netherlands to Ghana, His Excellency, Jorin Vahal has been speaking on the initiative. We are supporting this learning center with a financial contribution so that they can hire more extension workers, create more demo plots so that more farmers can be trained in using the techniques that uh, East West has developed. Some of the farmers who were taught how to use the technology 
in their own farms have been sharing what they learnt. Okay, as a farmer, um, I've been here today and then I've come to experience what East West have taught us so far. And then I've seen their products and then the method to which they used in doing their things. And then I've seen sample of their crops. I think it's far, far better off than what we do as traditional farming. Michael Sapon Infum, Bono Regional Correspondent, with that report on the interbank foreign exchange market where banks trade amongst themselves, the dollar remained unchanged and stayed at 11 CDs. The British pound also remained unchanged and is selling at 13 CDs, 73 pesos. The euro gained 2 pesos and is selling at 11 CDs, 84 pesos. However, as some forex bureaus in the capital, the dollar is selling at 11 CDs, 65 pesos, while the British pound is going for 14 CDs, 70 pesos. That of the euro could be sold to you at 12 CDs, 40 pesos. Now, in our build-up to the country's biggest sporting event, which is the City Business Olympics, we delve into two of the disciplines scheduled for competition among participating business organizations. I am sure you are very much aware of some of the entertaining games participating companies will engage in. Today, we put the spotlight on two interesting ones, chess and then the lime and spoon race. And with the lime and spoon event, for example, we are going to determine who balances a lime on a spoon while being the fastest runner. Well, a participant will have to hold the lime onto a spoon until he or she reaches the final line. And if I take you back to last year, for example, the men's lime and spoon event was won by Guy export after they beat Promacidor Ghana. Same consort also defeated GCB in the women's category. And one other exciting game at the City Business Olympics this year will be chess, where the ultimate goal is to beat a checkmate. These and more other trailing disciplines coming your way at this year's City Business Olympics. For this year's edition, the City Business Olympics is proudly powered by City TV with support from City FM. It's sponsored by Lozati Lozenges from Unicom, Chemist Limited, EK Brand Consult, Blue Jeans Energy Drink, and then Collab Insurance. So those are just two out of the tall list of fan-packed activities. Why not join us on Saturday, September 30 for healthy business sporting rivalry at the City Business Olympics. Before we go, let's now join Mark Jordan Sikanati of Data Bank for the latest on the bonds market. Treasury bills were undersubscribed for the first time in three weeks as the government raised 3.3 Ghana cities in last week's money market auction. On account of increased refinancing pressures, yields on the 91-day and the 364-day bills increased to 28.12% and 32.17% respectively. Trading activity on the bond market was subdued by nearly 27% week on week, with investors exchanging a total face value worth 160 million Ghana cities. The Data Bank Bond Index recorded a mild decline to 80.53 points, with a yield to maturity of 13.76%. Mark Jordan Sikanati of Data Bank with the latest on the bonds market. And that does it for the breakfast edition of City Business News, proudly brought to you by MTN and Goyle. We are back at 1 p.m. with the afternoon's edition of the City Business News and later at 8.50 p.m. on City TV with CNR Business on the City. 
newsroom. For now, though, you can visit citybusinessnews.com because we have more business stories there for you. My name is Nilate Lati. Do have a good business day. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. Seven fourteen on Tuesday the nineteenth. Happy birthday to Reverend Stephen Yenusom Wengam, who's the lead pastor of uh, Cedar Mountain Church and also the radio pastor here at City FM. Happy birthday to Ni Okai Okai as well, the Mokobe man who's doing Mokobe at twenty. Share a birthday with uh, the late Daninete. Three of the best that we've been given. Kickoff is next and is brought to you by People Energy Ghana, the marketers and distributors of Shell branded fuels, in partnership with the National Road Safety Authority and its transporters, JK Hoggle Transport, SO Frimpong Transport, and JK Ahinadome. Launching this year's Stop Think and Drive Road Safety Campaign, Wednesday at the New Plant Station Circle, 9 a.m. sharp. The Stop Think and Drive Road Safety Campaign. It's an annual event organized by Vivo Energy to provide refresher defensive driving training for commercial drivers and motorcyclists across the country to build their capacity with the ultimate objective to improve road user behavior and reduce risk of involvement in road accidents. At Vivo Energy, we believe that road safety is a shared responsibility. So let's stop, let's think and drive. And Lesheho, in partnership with Petra, has exciting news for all Petra Tier 3 scheme holders and members. Do you need a loan for immediate expense like school fees, rent, or project completion, or any urgent financial need? Or do you dream of taking a vacation, renovating your home, or other things? Safeguard your investment by taking a pension-backed loan at an incredibly low interest rate of just 1.8%. With a convenient application process and flexible terms of payment, you're on your way to achieving your dreams. Don't let this amazing opportunity pass you by. Call us on 0577-699-923. Learn more about Easy Loan or visit loans.petraonline.com. The Sheho Let's Improve Life. Gabby Ofer is joining us for the Tuesday edition. Good morning, Gabby. Good morning, Bernard, and welcome on board to the Tuesday edition of Kickoff right here on the CBS. Coming up today, Jeffrey President Kato Kruk on the verge of running unopposed following the appeals committee's decision to uphold aspirant Georgia Freer's disqualification from contesting. Also coming up, the first step and hopefully we can convince the players seriously always we have done it no matter the opponent and try to get the first three points all right UEFA champions league title holders manchester city begin their defense of the maiden crown at home to running serbian domestic champions rockstar belgrade will be up to europe's elite competition in a bit plus We've got another episode of the City Business Olympics as we jab for the biggest sporting event in Ghana. All right, my name is Gabby Ofen. We start off with uh, some updates from the GFA elections where Georgia Freer's appeal against his disqualification from the upcoming GFA presidential elections has been denied. 
by the appeals committee. Now, Ifiye was disqualified earlier this month by the elections committee for failing to meet the criteria outlined by the GFA statute and not, and also for not uh, garnering the required support from fellow uh, GFA members for his candidacy. Now, Judge Ifiye had the opportunity to file an appeal, which he did successfully, but the appeals committee uh, has appealed their earlier decision effectively barring Ifiye from participating in the impending election. The Elections Committee's disqualification of Ifiye was primarily based on an endorsement from uh, Victory Club Warriors FC, which was deemed incompetent due to the signature of uh, Mr. Jeffrey Asari not being a director of the club or an authorized signatory as officially registered with the GFA. So the outcome of this ruling has effectively ruled Judge Ifiye out of contention for the GFA presidency in the upcoming elections with incumbent president Keta Kriku now set to go on a pause. So interesting times ahead now. Away from that to some other stories and Deputy Di- Director General of the National Sports Authority, Majid Bawa, has opined upon CAF's decision not to host national assignments at the Accra Sports Stadium uh, due to the facility tagged as not fit for purpose. And the Accra Sports Stadium last hosted a CAF assigned fixture back in 2021 when the Black Stars defeated Tom and Principe in the AFCON qualifier under S-coach Siki Akono. Now, Bawa Majid, in an interview with City Sports, expressed his frustration at Cavs' decision and called for further clarity from the Ghana Football Association. I'm not happy, one, and secondly, I sometimes get confused. And what the majority of us don't know is that anytime there's a national assignment, the FA is written to and the FA will have to select the venue that they want to use. Even though the CAF and FIFA have its own requirements, they will select the venue that they want to use. So if FA says that we want to use Cape Coast in sort of a grass sports stadium, they, they, we don't have conversation with the CAF or FIFA. FA does. And so they will decide this is the venue we want to use because we think that that place is... Because when they refuse to use the Accra Sports Stadium as their match venue, Liberia used the same venue for their World Cup qualifier. All right, so that's our Deputy Director General of the National Sports Authority, Majid Bar, speaking to City Sports. Then on Cezanne Club Football Stories and Krahatafog will play uh, against Eddie's Football Club later. Uh, today, in a friendly match at uh, 3 p.m. at the Pobiman Sports Complex, as part of the team's preparation for their next fixture against Instructional FC at the Accra Sports Stadium, has begun their season with a loss against RTU. However, Martin Koopman is confident his team will improve in the upcoming games. No, you, you never know in football. The second half, we came back from uh, uh, what you see in the first half. So then you said, okay, for one point, we sign for it. But if you see this, uh, I think all over the game, it was, uh, it was okay for me. So uh, let's go for the next game and uh, we must make steps forward. We must work very hard with this young team. But uh, I have confidence, so uh, nice for them, not nice for us. All right, so that's uh, Martin Kaufman there. He's the head coach for Accra Hearts of Folk speaking, ahead uh, of their game against Instrachman at the Accra Sports over the weekend. Now we head to Kigali. And Ghana's Black Queens are currently in Wanda for the first leg of the Women's African Cup of Nations qualify against the Shi Amavubi of Rwanda. Now, our Hopto side will hold their official training session later uh, today at uh, 1 p.m. ahead of the game later tomorrow at the Kigali Pele 
Stadium. Match kicks off at uh, 3 p.m. The Black Queens will be hoping to progress to the second round of the, uh, the qualifiers. In Europe, Kalim, uh, Kalim Hudson Odoi scored a massive equalizer on his Nottingham Forest debut to and a draw against uh, Burnley. The results leaves Vincent Company still searching for a first Premier League win of the season. Let's hear from Hudson Odoi after scoring his first goal for Forest. Yeah, I'm delighted, obviously, being the first time here in front of the crowd. It's amazing to get a goal like that and obviously to help the team get a point. Obviously disappointing not to get the three points, which is what we came for and what we tried to get, but it's still a good start for us. I think, obviously, we played well at spells. We could be better at times in front of the final third, but overall it was good. All right, so that's uh, Kalim Hatsunodoi speaking there. Hopefully he gets to uh, represent Ghana in the upcoming uh, summons. Away from that, let's head to this now. Alright, the UEFA Champions League is back with a bang as uh, match day one kicks off later today and uh, Wednesday with some massive matchups. Two early kickoffs. Young boys will take on RB Leipzig. AC Milan welcome Newcastle United to the San Siro at uh, 4.45 p.m. Uh, Sandro Tonali returns to his former side. Yes, Newcastle manager Eddie Howe. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's going to be a difficult game. Uh, uh, AC Milan have real quality, uh, a quality coach who's done an incredible job here. Um, as you say, players with Premier League experience, so I don't think anything new for, for them. Um, top quality players. I think they've recruited well in the summer as well. So uh, we anticipate a very, uh, a very big challenge in front of us. There's no secret. There's no surprise in my answer. We we want to be very competitive first and foremost. We want to give a really good account of ourselves. We want to um, show our style of play and and try and impose that into the the competition. All right. So that's Newcastle manager Eddie Howe speaking. Then speaking of Sandro Tonali, he returned to the uh, the San Siro. And uh, AC Milan defender Fikayo Tomori says he's looking forward to facing his former teammate. Obviously, um, to see Sandro again, um, is going to be nice. Um, you know, we we played a lot of games together. Um, obviously, want to get together. So yeah, it's going to be nice to see him again, um, especially so soon. Um, but you know, I think uh, you know us as a team and him prof um, personally, um, we're professionals. And you know, once we once we get on the pitch tomorrow, you know, I guess that that friendship or that companionship is you know put to the side, and you know, both of us are going to try and win the game. Um, and yeah, uh, you know, after the game we can talk again. But um, yeah. Um, we're just focused on ourselves, focused on the game, focused on trying to win. And then, um, yeah, after the game, uh, we can talk again. All right, so that's AC Milan defender Fikayo Tomori speaking there. Well, for the 7 p.m. batch of matches, Barcelona take on Real Antwerp. Our final will play Celtic. Lazio up against Atletico Madrid. Manchester City welcome Red Star Belgrade to the Etihad Stadium. City are the reigning champions. Here's my City boss Pep Guardiola. Every season we start... Uh... The competition in the first game, always the target is win the, the first one, qualify for the group stage for the last 16 and try to win the Champions League. Nothing changed for before when we didn't win it on this season that we won it last season. So nothing changed. It's no more than right to start. It depends on our performance and our level what happens. So we have to, of course, we are incredibly happy to defend uh, this crown. Uh, but this competition don't allow you much mistake. The success we had in group stages because at home never miss one shot except the year against Lyon, the first game. Always we were so strong at home, make nine points to nine. And when that happens, just winning one game away, you are qualified. So the first step and hopefully we can convince the players seriously. Always we have done it, no matter the opponent, and try to get the first three points. All right, so that's a Manchester City's guy for uh, Pep Guardiola speaking ahead of tonight's clash against Rockstar Belgrade. Well, Paris Saint-Germain 
Welcome Bisha Dortmund to the park. The Prenny Shakhtar Dionex will play FC Porto. Uh, yes, so that's in regards to the matches coming up today in the UEFA Champions League. Now to some other stories. And as Spain players have reiterated that they are boycotting the women's national side uh, despite being caught up to the latest uh, squad. What we know is that 15 members of the team that won the World Cup last month have been included in the squad for the upcoming Nations League uh, fixtures. Now away from that today, we've got just 11 days to go. Uh, for the City Business Olympics, the biggest sports gathering in Ghana happening at the Eden Heights Sports Complex. In today's episode, Evans of Chief Manson uh, takes a look at uh, the host venue, Eden Heights Sports Complex. Welcome to the City Business Olympic Series. Eden Heights Sports Complex at Wager will be hosting the one-day event for the second consecutive year. This ultra-modern complex offers a wide range of sports facilities, making it the perfect venue for the event. These facilities include a top-notch football pitch, a well-maintained basketball court, an Olympic-sized swimming pool and sports halls suitable for various indoor activities. Tennis and squash enthusiasts will also find courts tailored to their preferences. Eden Heights Sports Complex also caters for fitness enthusiasts. There is a fully equipped gym stocked with the state-of-the-art equipment for cardiovascular workouts and strength training. Regina Ofi, the sales manager for Eden Heights, has highlighted the decision to partner with the City Business Olympics. It's something that when it came to us, we, we welcomed it because City, we know that it's a good platform, um, the exposure and all that. So we thought that, well, it's a win-win situation, why not? So management decided that since we we always want to work with them and then we have been working with them in the past and now they are coming to us, it's a good time to put Eden Heights out there even mm. better. And so that's why we decided to come on board. And we know that with all the participants and all the people you're bringing on board, they also are a target market. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's an easy win for us. The City Business Olympics is proudly powered by City TV and receives valuable support from City FM. This thrilling event is sponsored by Lozati Lozenges from Unicom Chemist Limited, EK Brand Consult, Blue Jeans Energy Drink, and Hollard Insurance. All right, so just 11 days to go for the City Business Olympics happening at the Eden Heights Sports Complex on September 30. You know what to do. If you've not registered your company, you've just got 11 days to do that and compete in various sporting uh, events. So you had my colleague there, Evans, for two months, for taking a closer look at the host venue, Eden Heights Sports Complex. That's all the latest for today on Kickoff. Kickoff was probably brought to you by Shell and La Shell. For more stories, kindly head to citysportsonline.com and on X, also known as Twitter, at citysportsgha. Back later at 5 p.m. with Sports Flash. My name is Gabby Fair. Do take care of yourself and bye-bye. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS.
until you live and you never get enough. See, me no care, cause we well dangerous. And we be getting down. This ain't nothing new to us now. You be sexy. Check me, make you want me. Sweat me. Where you mad at? What you said? That relationship dead. Then it's time to move ahead, huh? What the real life? What the deal like? What you feel like? Tonight. Trying to figure out huh? what you made from. Part Italian, Sicilian, Dominican. Can I get in? Woo! You remind me of my Jeep and my beeper and my Benz. Mess around and have me flipping on my friends. Oh, yeah, Yo, stop, yeah. butter, water, far from the gutter. Say, Would you have my daughter? Your daughter. Yeah. How dig your style? Pretty love child. Yes. Lord, you look yes. fine. Nickname Sunshine. Uh-huh. God bless, nothing less. Give you more. And all you gotta do is tell me what you're looking for. Uh-huh. Like me, and deep down inside, you admire me. I've been digging you long time. She a dime, wishing you was a friend of mine. Yeah, God bless, nothing less. Give you more. And all you gotta do is tell me what you're looking for. City FM Happy birthday to Pastor Steven Wengam Imagine playing rap music for your pastor (laughs) Oh my god (laughs) A.K.A. Joe Wengam is the general superintendent Of the Assemblies of God Church And you know what I like about Wengam Like you know There are people who emerge And you can't trace where they've come from But Pastor Wengam we know where he's come from You know, it's like from his days as a, a young 
um, Christian leader in Tema, where he started out as the SU president and head prefect of Temasco. Some of my mates in Tema, he mentored them in the Sakumono area, then became the, the youth pastor for Glory Assemblies of God Church in Sakumono. Became City FM's uh, radio pastor, <clears throat> a special assistant to the then superintendent W.W. Donto. And then he was also working in the administration of the church. I see. Oh my God. And then I remember the days of the Global Leadership Summit with Reverend Greg Johnson, where they would have most Christian leaders come together to talk about integrity, leadership, and all those things from 2008, 2009, 2010. So I guess nobody's surprised that he's now there. The big man. He's the superintendent yeah. of the Assemblies of God Church. We're so happy, so proud of Pastor Wengam. So for once, we'll enjoy rap music. Yes, for once. <laughs> this one is this is clean. This this one is clean. It's not bad. <laughs> oh my God! So we want to also wish Neil Kai a happy birthday. You know. I always say three of my favorite people were born on this day. Just how we lost one, Danny Nete. Yeah. So 19th September. How do you do you put such great people together? Steve Wengam, <laughs> who's like the the preacher, Neil Kai, who's um, how do you call it? The singer. Yeah. You know that I I, I talk about the tech era from mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm, know maybe mm-hmm. 98, 99ish, mm-hmm. probably 95. I'm not sure. All the way to probably 2010. Lots of great musicians yes, came yes, out of yes. there. That, that is true. The Tech Crucible. Yeah. The tech crucible. And um, I think Neo Oh my god. Neo Kai epitomizes that with Koda. Neo Kai. Your brother as yeah, well. My brother was with them. Nana is singing his swinger. So many solid guys came out of that group. Yeah. And Neo Kai, who incidentally went to Fantapim School. Okay. And he's. Um, and it's an interesting uh, dichotomy. So, Daninete as well. <coughs> When we were in Presec, we heard of Daninete because Daninete is an Accra boy. Yes, and Daninete was the uh, head prefect of Accra Academy. Mm-hmm. And he was also the leader of the SU. Yeah. He's one of the most gifted musicians yes. you can ever have. Close collaborator of Zap Mallet. Zap Mallet yes. worked with him for, yes. for years. Yes. Daninete was amazing. Such a, you know, his, his, like, his, um, his personality. Yeah. He had this calm, calm even though he was a very big oh my God. dude. And geez. then his, you know, his, the first ever cassette of Daninete. I am the Lord, you are my God. That's some very, very nice, beautiful tracks on, on that. Yeah, he, he did put out some, some, yeah, great, some, yeah, some great gospel yeah. songs. So, Danny would I don't know how would he have been today, but just to say, we appreciate God for the life of Neil Kine, Pastor Steve Wengam, yeah. Danny Nete, and all the beautiful people, Chris Cutter. Yeah, Chris today, Carter, today, today is her birthday. Chris Carter's birthday. Oh, Chris. Superstar. Oh my God. Superstar. Look, I, I like Chris Carter. Superstar I like, I like, I, she's effervescent. She's warm. She's, she's ready to work. Yeah. She's not complaining. She just wants to get things done. Oh my goodness. She, she's wonderful. She's, and, and yeah. she speaks French too. Oh my God. Chris Carter's amazing. <laughs> she, she has very interesting background. She's, she's West African. Because she has she's some Nigerian, but I know she's Nigerian, Togo. Togolese, Ghanaian mixture. So <laughs> she's a proper West African. She is, she is a proper, proper West African. And she's an actress too. She she yeah, appeared in yeah. uh, Sefsu on a yeah. Magic. Those of you who don't know, Chris Kata is the co-host of Breakfast Daily. Huh? She hosts also Sister Sister on City TV. Today is her birthday. Celebrating all the wonderful people born 19th September. Oh yes, one of my favorite 
Voices. Lauren Hill. Oh my God. Oh, my favorite voices. That girl was so gifted. I don't know what happened to her. Well, I, I think she 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 just decided to walk away from the culture. But a oh few my God. a few months ago, yeah. I think Nas had a show in New York. He brought her back. Charlie, she should well, come because back. he featured her on one of his albums. Lauren Hill, please you come know? back. Oh, she's amazing. One one part of the Fugees. Effortlessly gifted. Oh, yeah. I mean, too gifted, but a bit troubled. So it's quarter to eight. A few more birthday requests coming in. Happy birthday to my fantastic in-law. In fact, uh, sorry, help me wish my fantastic in-law a glorious 25th marriage anniversary to Dr. Kojo and Mrs. Rita Ohini Safo. You epitomize epitomize a holy couple, true parents of righteousness. Another super 25 years ahead from (laughs) Sia. Michael and Mildred Nwagbe Wanu. Charlie Mauli, this one. Charlie, this guy, what is Sia? They were Nukbola. Sia, Reverend Michael Nwagbe Wanu. Thank you. And Mildred. To their in-laws, Dr. Kojo and Mrs. Rita. Safo Hines. Hines Safo, 25 years of blissful marriage. All right, this one says, Happy birthday to Joseph Jackin. Bani Boedumoni of mm. the Baby Nest School Ligon facility from um, his uh, mother Dorcas, dad Vigil, Joseph and all his cousins and mm. the message is we say God bless your new age with wisdom, good strength and may you fulfill your destiny. This one says happy birthday to Leila uh, um, Daisy Hagan of mm. um, Fidelity Bank Ridge. Right. You've been an amazing wife and mother and on this special occasion we celebrate you the messages from her husband and the children, Troy, Tyrell, and Tori. All right. <clears throat> All right. Okay, this one says, um, uh, 
the okay, it's going out to like the founder and leader of the uh, the Tear Mission uh, International. At uh, he's celebrating his 70th birthday today, okay. and um, Eric of Radio Gold is sending uh, that in. Mm. It's not very clear, right? Yeah. And, and Bella, before you get into um, some conversations this mm-hmm. morning, mm-hmm. Um, some drivers have asked me to mention that. Mm-hmm. Commercial the, drivers? Drivers, drivers. Even our own drivers. Okay. Like, they're very concerned. We know they drive around a lot. Mm-hmm. The absence of road markings. The absence of road markings. Yes, so like all the road markings have been wiped. Most of the road have been wiped off if you drive through town. So Are there actually road markings? Yes, and the, prop, the, the point they are making is, look, if the streetlights are not working and mm-hmm. the road markings are there, they can even use that one to navigate. Because when your light hits it, mm-hmm. you know where you're going so, for instance, one was telling me about the new Lekma Road, for instance, mm. where recently two cars had an accident because you don't know whether you're driving in the middle or you're driving on the left side because there are no markings on the road. So everybody's just going. Okay. So, um, highway so been, for the past two weeks, they've been on your case, but Ghana Roads. And <laughs> look, if you're not fixing the roads, but just make sure but you can you, see you, where you, we are you going. Know, you know what worries me? What? Is this not standard? Yes. Is it not standard? Is, is it not standard that road must have build a road? <laughs> it must have markings, and you maintain the markings. Yesterday, I don't even know where I was. I drove for almost five kilometers, freshly asphalted road, no, no markings. markings. And I asked myself, so the people who work at road safety and highways, when they go to work, when when do they tell, when you tell your child you are going to work, what are you going to do in the work? <laughs> I mean, because how do you build a road? So how are we supposed to use the road? Are we supposed to guess? How do we know where to park, where not to park? How do you know where to turn? You've lived abroad. Every single space of road is marked. And that marking is a communication between the state and yourself. Here, the state is absent. They just put asphalt there because you want votes and they go and sleep. I, I don't understand. How do you build a road without markings? So how are we supposed to drive on it? Are we supposed to ride tricycles, motorbikes? Are we supposed to, you know, how do you know what? It is just unacceptable. And it's dereliction of duty. It's laziness. It's irresponsibility. Yeah, it's uselessness. You can't build a road and just leave it like that. In any civilized country, that's not acceptable. And when people die, you, you let people go and read speech and say, we've lost 65,000 the cities to road accidents. So we should stop it. How will you stop it when you build a road without markings? You know, I mean, by your training as a road engineer, you should know that a road is not properly finished if it's not marked. You should know this. I haven't even gone to engineering school. I know this. And oh. then you build a road. You just leave it like that and you go and sleep. And when it's an accident, you come and call police to mark the road. How do you do that? So you stone and chalk. No. We have, you see, we deserve better. Oh, we deserve better. People are lazy and wicked. That's what they do because nobody's holding them responsible. They take salaries. They don't do their work and people are dying. How do you build a road without a marking? It should, it should not even be something we should be asking for on air. It's a disgrace. So the tech you went to do civil engineering, did they teach you that when you build a road, you leave it like that? The basics of road safety in every serious country, you know the yellow markings. When you are in the UK, you can't park at certain places. You park for one hour, you have to come and remove your car because of the markings. And there are zigzags to tell you that this is what you are supposed to do. Here we are driving like illiterates because the whole society has stopped thinking. That you build a road, you put asphalt on the road, kids are crossing near a school, you don't have a zebra crossing, you don't have road markings, and you are taking a salary. <laughs> you can't be serious. Okay, so you cannot be. I'm telling you. It sounds like a, a trivial thing, but wait till somebody important dies on the road. That's it's bad leadership. 
that allows dereliction of duty to this extent that you can't have a simple road marking that people have to send Godfrey a message that he should go on air and say that we should have road markings and street lights. This is not even a, this is this is our own driver. Terrible, you know, yeah. telling me that it, it is outside. it is it is un, uh, it is it's unconscionable. See, last I'm telling week, you, last week I was talking to someone in one of these, um, not someone, a group of people in these MDAs. Um, but it is clear that nothing is happening. Nothing is happening in our offices, public offices. Virtually nothing is happening. How? Because they tell you that there's no funding to even buy paper. Paper, common paper to type things on it. So if you cannot even buy paper because things are so bad economically that funding to these agencies is not even being released, then why would you even be talking about markings on the roads? Because it would take funding to do that. Now, if you look at the estimates, you're talking about yesterday when I, I did the work, it's something around 18, 20, 30 US dollars to just or pounds to re erect one of those poles to tell you that, oh, this is the speed you need to go. Or to even lay the hard marks you mm. see on the road mm. to separate left from right. At least if you do the calculation, if we invest so much in building the road, it should be part of the infrastructure. But Scott, sometimes Scott, it's not part question. of it. I agree when you say that. You see, this is what I'm thinking. If you, if you, I'll give an example. Yesterday I was at the Togo Embassy, mm -hmm. the runabout. Then you drive in front of the British Ambassador's residence. Yeah. And then you drive towards GIS. Yeah. When you turn left, you are GIS. When you turn right, you are going to the GIS Primary School. Yeah. Or the US embassy. Now, this is probably one of the most expensive pieces of real estate in Ghana, that area. Mm. You freshly asphalted a road from Togo Embassy Runabout. Mm. You've not put one street marking on it. Meanwhile, the houses on that road mm. cost millions of dollars. Now, are you telling me that there's no money to do it? It's, it's because you, you are wicked. Mm. Because, you see, if, if the houses after the British High Commission's house, mm. if you want to go and rent a house, then you can't pay. That's your general salary, you can't because they are going to charge you per square foot in dollars. Mm -hmm. Are you telling me that if you have a functioning assembly that thinks they can't co they can't collect money and mark that road? Well, you see, so is it is it a question of lack of money? You see, you see, if you can build a house, mind you, they took over old government buildings mm. and renovated it into some nice posh things that people drive their posh cars and go and live in. Mm. Yet there's no street marking. That is not a symptom of lack of money. It's a symptom of lack of sense. Okay, so I'm telling you, there's nothing to do with lack of you money. See, they, 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 I just want to let's compartmentalize the thing. There are rules for the district assemblies or the municipal assemblies or the metropolitan yes. assemblies. Yes. And then there are rules for the national urban, you know, roads offices. Good. You understand? So you cannot just merge the two and assume that merely because a road runs through a particular district, it falls within the competence or the jurisdiction of the assembly and therefore they need to go and find the money to fix it no it doesn't work like that mm -hmm. the urban rules department is there for a reason and mm -hmm. they are given resources for the purpose you have the public works department they are also given specific rules to play in our public workspaces so you cannot talk about fixing the road infrastructure and imposing that responsibility on assembly let me push back yeah. I agree with you, but you can merge the two. So, for example, again, mm. on the street that you lived in the UK, mm. there obviously is an assembly that is monitoring who parks their car somewhere because they want revenue. Yeah, that's true. Now, the assembly may not be the person to go and mark the road, mm. 
but the way development works between the people who are in charge of road maintenance mm -hmm. road design and road building and then managing the space mm -hmm. there's an agreement that this road this area will be marked with a yellow line you can't mm -hmm. park here do you get my point mm -hmm. so whether it's the assembly that initiates the discussion mm -hmm. and then the urban roads that implements it mm -hmm. or the person who's for in this case i'm saying that mm -hmm. this is cantonment yeah. this is togo embassy runabout mm -hmm. so we are the ladadik kotopon constituency yeah. right mm -hmm. and this is in front of the british high commissioner's house mm -hmm. next to her are high-rise buildings which have been painted white and they are charging us dollars mm -hmm. for a square meter <laughs> now obviously before that building was put up the assembly was there mm -hmm. Now, there's an urban roads department mm -hmm. because that's an urban road that they are asphalting. Mm -hmm. Now, the urban roads, the school they went to, who told them that when you mark it, when you, when you asphalt the road, you leave it like that? <laughs> yes, I'm saying, I am not an engineer. Uh -huh. It's laziness and wickedness because they know that nobody will do anything about it. When leaders don't work, that's what happens. You see, uh, like, because, Sky, mm -hmm. if next week a big man goes and gets a crash there, mm -hmm. they'll come and say, oh, what happened? There was no road marking. Why? There was no budget. They'll, they'll put somebody in jail mm -hmm. because the person who is important has died. Mm -hmm. It's because we don't care. It's because the leaders don't think about the people. That's why this is happening. Okay, so let, let, I'm I, telling I, you. you see, I, 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 I identify with some of the things you're saying, but let me just push it another way. So the road not having been marked, yet we have resurfaced it, or that the road previously had markings on it, and we have resurfaced it now the question we should ask ourselves first of all is whether it made sense in the first place to have gone to alpha that road in it's the state that it was before we went to put quota on it yes i know that road was not in a good state it was it, it, it was, was a, it was a, they are they are 100 percent right in asphalting because i've used that road many times there were potholes on the road it wasn't very good <laughs> mm -hmm. don't forget there's a school close to in fact there are two schools mm -hmm. there's gis on the left mm -hmm. when you're coming from the high commissioner's house and then the gis basic on the right mm -hmm. to be fair to them there's a a ramp in front of the gis basic school and the school itself mm -hmm has I'm, I'm sure the school because they are influential school they are not like some uh, they, they've got when you get to the gis itself mm -hmm. there are markings on that road mm -hmm. but i'm using this as an example of the election that girlfriend is talking about that togo embassy now the British commissioner's house mm -hmm. i'm sure in a home country in uk mm -hmm. they've marked the front of their house oh, most definitely now if we go and visit her for an event are we not surprised that there's no marking on that road Yes, there should, we should be surprised. And this is supposed to be a place where the eyes of the official dome is on. Mm -hmm. So imagine in front of my house at Nanakru. Mm -hmm. I'm saying that there are. You see, it's, it's kind of, let's call it what is this? Leadership is failing the people, which and is, it is cascading down. Yeah, which is true. As we speak, we are all rushing to uh, where they call them Bali. Yeah. Because some road has collapsed. Yes. Yeah, Cameras will follow. We'll go and do rumble things and then we'll fix the bridge you see that is we are we are not we are not ready for development that, that's how it's we are not you see we are not we are interested in winning elections and talking we are not interested in living proper lives i'm telling you that's the that's the way it is how do you have simple thing like a street light you have to beg for it and everything you say there's an excuse so oh, people steal the street light which is true okay the under thieves in other countries no, but there's also okay. So why do we have police? There's also re responsible citizenship, oh, my brother. and there's also enforcement of the rules. Th that so, is true. Yeah. So if you enforce the rules, citizens will comply. Mm -hmm. 
the place I went to in Geneva, there were people from different countries. Mm. A guy came to pick me to go somewhere. He said he has to park his car every one hour because you can't leave your car more than one hour a day. Why? Mm -hmm. Because the city wants to encourage you to use public transport. Yeah. So they have a charge for parking your car yeah. on the street yes. after one hour. Yeah. So he, uh, he leaves the office after one hour to go and repark his car. He's from Ghana. He's not from Switzerland. Yes, that's what they do. Yes, because somebody will collect the money. Yes. Now, okay, why have we put that system in place? Because, number one, the person who does the asphalt, once he gets his asphalt done, he mm. takes his money and goes. The guy who gives him the contract, nobody's checking him to make sure that he's supposed to do the work properly. Mm. Meanwhile, there's a person with a post whose job is that. I'm saying it's because we don't think about the citizens. And we are, we don't, we are poor leaders. That, that, the, 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 see, if I come to your house, mm. I can tell the kind of man you are by looking at your house mm. you can't i can't say ah today your your, your daughter didn't sweep the front because mm. he's lazy mm. so we have to combine rich responsibility with laziness of his daughter or there was no money it's because you're a useless leader that's why your kids are misbehaving in the house mm. that's the way to look at it that's how to solve the problem let's not make it sound some nice english b if i come to your house and your house is dysfunctional you the one with ultimate responsibility in that house is the one who's not doing your work yeah, you see simple but, but what i'm trying to tell you is that you should put culpability where culpability lies i do not disagree with you when you say that leadership is failing what i'm saying is what leadership is failing you cannot impose the urban roots the assembly <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The two of them. The job of marking the roads in the national capital and beyond the urban roads is not within the scope of the assemblies. That's not their job. But the assemblies can, you see, because the so so I'm no, saying I'm saying I agree with you yeah. that it's the urban road. But I'm saying that the if the, if the assembly is minded to raise revenue, mm -hmm. they can insist. Ah, is it not assembly? Okay, why, how how come some roads can be designated for markets within specific times of the day? Mm -hmm. The assembly can, within their bylaws, mm -hmm. commandeer roads to be used for specific purposes. Mm -hmm. So I'm saying that it's a shared responsibility between the assembly and the urban roads. Within, yeah. and I'm using the case study of the road between uh -huh. the Togo embassy and uh, this thing, uh -huh. uh, GIS. Yes. Uh -huh. That road was freshly asphalted. They've mm -hmm. not marked it, mm -hmm. and yet they've opened it for road usage. It means that the safety people are also at fault because road safety—you cannot allow a road to be used without markings, especially with no street lights. You see, so you see the levels. The assembly is sleeping. The urban roads are dozing. As for the the, the road safety commission, I don't know what they are doing because they are all part. Because ah, is it? If, if you have a road without markings, how do you want drivers to make judgment? Uh -huh, you see, so so that takes you to another realm. So, for instance, if a driver goes to hit somebody, yeah, let's say that, that would even be a, a let's let's use another example. It so, let's say you beyond have, a certain speed limit. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, let's yes. So, let's say that you have you are speeding beyond a certain limit and you know that in a belt area yeah you shouldn't do more, more than 30 30 right yeah so the question would be whether really speaking we can say that that place is designated a built up area and it's as marked as such Good. or they say that mm -hmm. you have gone to park at a place mm -hmm. you are not supposed to park there yet there is no notice there mm -hmm. or symbol there marking the area clearly that oh mm -hmm. you ought not park there now if you go to court a reasonable judge should be able to look into mm -hmm. the face of the prosecutor and mm -hmm. say that, my mm -hmm. friend, I am not going to hold this person because liable. You have been put because in place. you exactly. have not put in place the notice that don't go and park there. That is exactly what I'm saying. And I'm saying that the people who are supposed to put that thing in place, so we can't blame drivers. So the people who came to see Godfrey to say that he should talk about road markings, mm. they are even more responsible than the guys who, mark, who, who do their roads. Because they are saying that to aid us to drive effectively, we need a road marking. Oh, yeah. 
and I'm saying that these are not even trained, these are drivers. So, so why, how come engineers who are doing roads don't have the presence of mind to mark roads? Now, number two, you are saying there's no money. Why don't you put the road marking as part of the road? The, the, the road contract because again i'm not a contractor mm. when a contractor is doing a road his job is not to just build put asphalt on the road majority of the contractors no. in this country have not been paid that's a different point i'm saying that the contract must be executed mm -hmm. the contract includes building a road and putting road markings on the road mm -hmm. sometimes it even includes putting road infrastructure mm -hmm. so a contract is not just come and put asphalt people will drive speed indeed it even includes sometimes the pavements mm -hmm. yes yeah, sometimes do you get me so there are the see the contractors Give him a contract in Geneva. You think he won't do it the right way? Yeah, but you see, it's because the guy supervising here, uh -huh. he is not serious. No, Bernard, you see, you see, open the final conclusion of Fanavaco. Okay. When you cry, cry for the, the chicken, chicken, cry for the hawk. Exactly. Because the contractors, look, when they call you right now, they will tell you that even the money to mobilize the Then site, don't take the contract. Because oh. it's no, 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 It's a different thing. It's, yeah. like, it's like saying that I'm a lecturer. Uh -huh. Because I've not been paid as you teach people the wrong thing. There's a specification for what you are supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Do it and then ask for payment. Yeah. Don't do it half half and tell me that you are you are you know that because Bernard, you see you can only do so much. You see, let me let me tell you something. Sorry. When contractors work to a certain level, let's say they have done twenty percent of yeah. the job, yeah. they raise a certificate. Yeah. With certificates, you go to the the relevant authorities at the ministry. They are supposed to look at it and then pay you according to the work that you have done, mm -hmm. so that it puts you in a place to get back to work. And do another twenty percent. Come back, raise a certificate. They pay you according to that. Then you go back, collect the money, and reinvest in the project that they are doing. But people have worked for this administration, yeah. the, for, the, the former administration, previous administration yeah. for years. They have not been paid. I agree. We can blame lack of money, but I'm saying that if you look at the road infrastructure in Ghana, mm. it's not just a lack of money. It's people who don't have quality standards. They are not being supervised properly. You see, it's easy to say because you've not been paid, you don't do road infrastructure. They to have a they, and let's use if you like a mm. dig into this road between Togo Embassy and GIS, and ask which contractor put the asphalt there. And whether he's been paid or not, we have to look into ah, the scope of work. This, this, people, people are hiding behind all kinds of things to not do their work. How do you build a road and not put a marking on it and tell me that it's because you're not being paid? <laughs> Which one is more expensive, the asphalt or the marking? But even with that one, Bernard, the, 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 the ones that have, you know, been wiped, wiped off. off. That one is not a contractor's job. That one is maintenance, regular yeah, maintenance. Yeah, that's right. So, yes. so those ones, what about those ones? Yes, so, so the urban roads. Yes, that's what we are talking about. They've, they've all been wiped off. It's money. Zebra crossing is the only thing they are asking for. Everything is off. This is what the thing. I am Sky, telling you that. approved budget and maintenance is part of the budget. Okay, so if you stop that. Again, okay, let me explain this. It is one thing going to parliament to say, I want to spend 10 billion Ghana cities on roads. It is another thing. Uh, the, the man who wears white was it? <laughs> no. so, so, so Sky, so Sky, no, no, oh, let me. So, no, no, this matter. Oh. So the Lekma Road. No, no Sky so, that they so, don't, The man doesn't release the money. It, the so, money the, so the Lekma Road. Man, there. You see, the money has to be released. If there are no markets, why are you working on it? Has it always been the case that he's not releasing the money? This problem. Go, go I am about. telling you that. Yeah. You, you see, I'm telling you that, Bernard. You, see, you make a No, no, no. It is not. You, no, no. You have a valid point, too. You have a valid point. But I'm saying that. Yeah, let's, 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 yes. Let's widen the scope because the truth is that 
There are people who have their machines have collapsed. They don't have any business. They don't have it. Look, banks are chasing them. They are selling up. I am in. You know. I I'm, know. You cover yeah, these things. Yeah, that's right. You know, banks are chasing them. They are they are selling off their their assets. They are collecting their properties from them. Some cannot even pay their their children's school fees. So it is it is. Does it is that, that include bad. the people whose job it is to do road markings? The, you see that the urban roads department has to be appropriately, you know, equipped. Uh, equipped. Okay, when was and the last time the urban roads came out to, to be able to contract sky, people sky, to go and do the When was the last urban roads came to say we need money to mar do road markings? Media help us. You, you, don't you know that there's a certain um, certain what culture of silence? Oh, please. Bena, you uh, look even even the the, the schools that we have are full. Road markings, ah, cut off silence and road markings. Oh, come on, oh, road markings. Bena, you see, there is a general <laughs> culture of silence. If you don't feel it, you know, if you don't, if you go and talk, it, it would ah, seem. But it, okay, okay, wait, oh, the quiet that they are quiet. What? How is it helping? I them? just told you that. Look, I want to meet no, people you, in the end. So you are in the head, you are head of Emmaus. You not be giving money to do road markings. You won't call a journalist and say, oh, Aloski, go on and even talk about road markings and ask them to release our money. That one said you can't do. And then because you are caught out of silence. My brother, stop. <laughs> caught out with silence. Sally Vodafone Runway is thrilled to announce the highly anticipated runway event is here again. An SME-focused design, uh, focused forum designed to empower and equip businesses for growth. This year's theme is Good to Great with Vodafone. Innovate, comply, and expand. It's an insightful discussion featuring Patricia Obonai, Dr. Ali Natia, uh, Andrew Aka and Charlotte Amankwa. It's Friday, 29 September, 8 a.m. at Mevin Peak Ambassador Hotel. Now, to attend this event, call 020 436 or 020 431 or send an email to sme at vodafone.com.gh. Vodafone Further Together, also brought to you by First, uh, First Nash, uh, FBN, rather. FBN Bank, through the Pan-African Payment and Settlement System, you can send and receive money to and from Nigeria in minutes for business and personal purpose. Aside Nigeria, you can do the same for Liberia and the Gambia. Call 59 FBN Bank, you first. All right, so Nathan, what's trending? Well, <laughs> a number of things trending. Now, following the news that uh, came in yesterday that Ghana was, I think, uh, on the IMF's Charlie? list, that the country with the highest debt, it has people talking. So names like Kenofuriata, Finance Minister, Baumia, all trending <laughs> because people associate those names with the economy and money matters so Barouzi. yeah Barouzi is is trending uh japan is also trending he's uh granted he granted an interview in kumasi and said a number of things talked about the igp Charlie. and all of that so he has people also speaking on the sporting side of things nottingham forest is also trending they drew one one with burnley yesterday mm. in um the premier league it was the last was game of match day five Kelam Hudson, although he scored yesterday. Ah, he's playing football. Yeah, he's, he's playing for Nottingham Forest these days. I mean, if play for Ghana, you play Now, football. yesterday, strange enough, yesterday he granted, or the, the Telegraph, to, go away, the Telegraph published an interview where he said he was still... We don't want him to come and play for any Ghana. Uh, he, he's not good enough. Oh, oh. He left Chelsea to buy Leverkusen to now if we don't need him. We have Kudus, we have Eugene Yama, he should go and sleep somewhere. Oh, no. <laughs> NSM, Yama, people should not, people should not, you see, people should not take Ghana for granted, though. Come and play for Ghana. You, you are doing some 2 by 40s in Chelsea. 
Now you are playing for uh, Nottingham Forest. You want him. We don't want him. What's your problem? We don't want him. I think we. I want him. We don't want him. Because this guy should He's be not able good to enough. walk straight. He won't walk straight into any team. Any, we any should respect our national flag. And Naki Williams let... Um, uh, 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 what's the name? What's that team? <laughs> Athletic people can play for Ghana. You, you, you are not getting the team. For Bill we Bill don't Bill. want any... Okay. Okay. Anyway, to some tech news. <laughs> you get out. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. The tick the the of it. <laughs> Elon Musk has suggested that all users of X, formerly called Twitter, may have to pay for access to the platform. Now, in a conversation with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, the billionaire said a payment system was the only way to counter bots. Now, he said, quote, we are moving to, a, uh, we are moving to having a small monthly payment for the use of the system, end quote. Now, it is unclear if this was just a, uh, an off-the-cuff comment or a signal of firmer plans that are yet to be announced. Now, let's not forget that users... Of, or some users of X are currently paying for the premium service to get the badge. Yeah. And so Elon Musk is saying that the payment could trickle down to everybody, even though he admits that it will be very small amounts of money. Mm. Like want to now get access. Now. <laughs> <laughs> I bought too much. <laughs> This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. KCB. So it's a quarter past eight in the breakfast show. Couple of quick announcements. Great news from Fan Yogo. The number one tasty and refreshing cool treat from Fan Yogo is back. The texture and taste has been restored to bring you your ever refreshing Fan Yogo, which will get you reminiscing your blast from the past. So, whether it's the classic strawberry or the exciting new mango passion, Fan Yogo is here to refresh and quench your taste on the go. Grab a Fan Yogo now, relive your best moments. Fan Yogo, so cool, so good. Now, if you are lactose intolerant, is there a version for, for those people? Who I'll, I'll check for you. I'll check for <laughs> you. You have to I'll check that. for you. But if you have a Mercedes-Benz, Silver Star Auto, the name behind Mercedes-Benz in Ghana, for the past 25 years, is giving you the green light to give your Mercedes-Benz the care, the care it deserves. Go easy on your pocket and schedule your free inspection today. Enjoy free inspection of your passenger or commercial vehicle. 15% discount on genuine spare parts as well. Outlets at Accra on the graphic road, Tema Kumasi. Promo ends September 30. And Zoom Lion has changed the way we collect baller with star 857 hash. Gone are the days when you had to wait for the Abobo Yard, tricycle rider, or the inconsistent service provider to come and pick your baller. And they charge arbitrary prices now. That will happen no more. Dial star 857 hash to request a bin from Zoom Lion. Pay your monthly baller fees instantly. Call 0501-518-410 or DM us on social media handles to find out how much you 
owe and how many or how much you have to pay. You can also pay six months subscription in advance and get one month free service. Spread the word. Zoom Lion has really changed their baller style. Now, Vodafone Business is thrilled to announce that a highly anticipated VB Runway event is here. Again, this is an SME-focused forum designed to empower and equip businesses for growth. Now, the theme for this year's event is good to great with Vodafone. Innovate, comply, and expand. Now, it's happening on Friday, 29th of September, 2023, 8 a.m. to 12 noon at the Mervyn Pick Ambassador Hotel. The speakers, Patricia Obunai, Dr. Lee, Nacha Andruaka, and Charlotte Amankwa. To attend, contact Vodafone on 020-200-4036 or 020-200-4031 or send an email, sme at vodafone.com for registration. Vodafone, feather together. You ever watch movie uh, from the inside of your car through the speakers? Or you know get cars, so your vibe be watching short films on Afro Shorts. Whatever your vibe, Black Star Vibes has all the vibes. Park and watch Black Star Vibes, a celebration of cinema. Brought to you by Hypeflix Driving in partnership with the Ghana Cinema Week, the Black Star International Film Festival, and Afro Cinema Plus. Don't miss this two-day electrified cinema experience infused with free car diagnostics for Toyota and Lexus cars, a car wash, food and goods market, film museum, hot DJ on rotation, the Black Star Music Concert, eSport Tournament, and so much more. It's happening on Friday and Saturday, September 22 and 23 at the Black Star Square. To get your tickets, dial star 711 star 11 star 27 hash now or go to hypeflixdriving.com to get your tickets. Black Star Vibes could be vibes, so don't miss it. Now, at Imperial General Assurance, we believe your insurance experience should be memorable. When you insure with us, you have the peace of mind to focus on what matters to you because we'll be there for you when the unexpected happens. So speak to Imperial General today on 0302-788-955 or 0577-667-436 for all your insurance needs. Imperial General Assurance, solid protection. Now, if coming to some money, you want to buy yourself a lovely place to stay, consider Sukasas Ogranson Community's Affordable Luxury Housing Project. They've got three-bedroom units with outhouses and four-bedroom units with outhouses at East Legon and Ayi Mensa. East Legon Hill, sorry, and Ayi Mensa. Call them on 030-296-0865 or send a WhatsApp message to 055-369-7886 or get to them on social media at Sukasa G. Sukasa Building on Trust. Now, if you've not paid your water bills this month, try the Ghana Water Company's customer app. Download it on the Google Play or the App Store. Helps you pay your water bills. Check your account details. Check billing and payment statement and do a lot of things. Now, install the GWCL app on the Google Play Store now to make your payment of water bills easier. Let's talk about the Bank of Africa now. Well, the Bank of Africa uh, loves working with SMEs. They recognize that SMEs contribute a lot to the Ghanaian economy. That's why they provide more than financial support. They give business network opportunities, business improvement workshops, cash collection services, and many other things to help SMEs thrive. Call the Bank of Africa on 0302-429-333 or 0302-249-690. Bank of Africa, the African bank with a global reach. Bank of Africa, as strong as a group as close as a partner you are asking me why i'm so angry see every week people who drive from kaswa to accra they get to the toll booth that is no longer in use there's a place 
which is basically between SCC and Kokrobite. Mm-hmm. Mud has flowed. Is that the word flowed? Mud slide. Yeah. From the hill or whatever onto the road. It happens all the time. When People are driving and they can't get to work. This has been so for over a year. More than that. Now, you are telling me that urban roads, highways, and the assembly, they don't know this? They would have known. It's because they will get paid next week. That's why they are, they, they, that's why they are misbehaving. And you see, we are failing the citizens and the country is deteriorating. In any serious country. Scott, imagine if I come to your house, using your house analogy, there's a water leakage in front of your hall mm. and it's coming to the porch. Then you say, oh, there's no money. So the water will be leaking every day. Mm-hmm. And when you have to come to your room, you have to jump. Then you say, oh, there's no money. It's either you don't have sense or there's, there's something somebody's bewitching you. <laughs> yeah. Now, you have a major road that connects central region to greater Accra region. Every week it rains, mud collects on it. People send videos on social media. There's an assembly. There's an MP. There's an airport, there's a highway, they all go to work, they all get paid, they all go to school. They say they have education, they all go to church, they all go and pray in the mosque. And they see it's normal. If, if, if your country is not sinking, I don't know what else you think. You don't need to go and do any complex equations. You don't need to go to parliament. Just look at the road. If you drive and there's no street light, it tells you the leaders don't think about the citizens. That's all. You don't need to do anything. You don't need to go and do any whatever. The thing you go and do when you want to play football. You don't need to go and do those things to go and see anything. You haven't been any bisa. You just look, drive on the road. Drive on the road. How can you drive and not have street lights on a road in a country that is civilized? Independence 1957. When other countries were in darkness, we had more PhDs than human beings at the time. There are countries in Africa that didn't have up to 20 people with degrees when they got, when, when they got independence. We had many. University of Ghana was founded in 1947. Do you know 1947? People were still wearing rags in some countries. We had independence. We had UG. We had UST. We had UCC. We go to school, speak plenty English. Yet you have road markings on your streets. Look, at, I mean, use, let's use the SCC as a case study. Case study. Are you telling me that the highways doesn't know this? Town and urban planning doesn't have this? Luspa. They are all there. They all take salary. They all come and give you excuse. When you call and say, <laughs> oh, we don't have that. You are telling me that between Kasua, mm. SCC, Kukrobite, that place that gets mm. that mad. You are telling me that between the assembly, mm. between the MPs, mm. between the roads ministry, between the highway authority, between the urban roads, mm. You, between road safety, mm-hmm. not one man has the sense to know that this thing has to be fixed. And everybody will be telling you it's somebody else's job. We are not serious. We are not serious. We are sinking as a nation and we don't know it. Every, people have left us behind. People are, nobody's waiting for us. I went to a conference. When I went late, if I decide to go late, they don't care. They are moving on. Mm-hmm. I, used, I went for a conference. There were like 30 journalists from everywhere else. They give us a program outline. You can choose to come. If you don't come, it's nobody's business. If you don't want to write a story for your people, it's your own problem. You get a per diem and come back and say, I went to a brutal, you, you have nothing to show for it. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the same thing we are doing. So we all say we are nations, we are all doing development, hey, democracy, election. Nobody cares about what you do in your country. People have their own problems. Nobody's going to solve it for you. If you don't wake up and get proper leaders and start appointing political apparatchiks who know nothing to put them in positions of authority, and every day they have excuses, they have not been trained in leadership. So you have, the society is deteriorating and all we do is politics. Every morning, politics. Every morning, elections. 
Are we serious? How can you have a major road that links the center to the Greater Accra region? A road that is very narrow because there's also a dense suit there. It's even a security threat. Because that road, if that road gets blocked, the whole of Central Region is cut off. And then on a daily basis, mud slides fall on the road and everybody is going to work normally, including the people who work at Edmund Rose. How? Are we, we are asleep. There's something wrong with the citizens. I'm telling you. There's, 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 there's like somebody has put block. <laughs> like somebody has put block. I'm telling you. I have to sound this way because it doesn't make sense. If you can't guarantee f- normal movement and everything, every time you're thinking about something, DPR to you, in lessons, this, there's like, it's like that they put engine block in our head. I'm telling you, there's, there's something fundamentally wrong with us. And it's, oh, why are you talking about that? West Africa, people have done coups and things. You are just not serious. People are making progress. People are advancing. Go to Asia. Singapore is a stinking place. Malaysia, even Vietnam. Go to Vietnam. Costa Rica. I, I met somebody from Costa Rica. Costa Rica, oh, bro. Costa Rica they didn't even know what they, what they do. The first out of Costa Rica was 1990 World Cup. <laughs> Go to Costa Rica today. They've built their city. We are sitting here. Look at Accra. Today I was coming to work even on the main circle road. Somebody was sitting uh, using a Sophie to collect uh, a bar mm-hmm. from the gutter and put it on the main road. Then he was with his movie shirt and he was doing it happily. <laughs> and then he loaded the, bo- the a banu. How do I call it by English? From the, the mud. T- mud. mud. Then he'll put it on the main road. Then he'll use the shirt to clean his face. He did it from after Silver Cup all the way to you climb the circle Dubai. That was the work he was doing this morning. And there wasn't as if there was somebody waiting to collect the rubbish. Hole. So he'll put it on the road so that then when the rain falls, to go back inside. <sighs> Meanwhile, in other countries, somebody is paid to do this. Somebody is collecting the rubbish. There's money being made from people's filth. As for us, everything, politics. We go to school, we wear shirt tie. We, 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 don't, we are not even properly educated. Go and read big books, wear tie. You don't know nothing. You can't even keep your city clean. You are not even properly educated. Education has nothing to do with big speaking English. I'm telling you. We think that we know Bukahama every day. Your honorable lawyer speaking big English. Your city is dirty. You don't know nothing. Your education is useless if your community is dirty. Look at Accra. So, where, so what's the... Okay, why do you take your child to school? To pass exams? Is that why you take him to school? To help complement what you teach him, to be a gentleman, to be a lady, to be clean. So if you if we say we have seventy percent of people educated or whatever number educated, look at our community. How is that? How is that evidence of education? There's better we didn't even go to school. We are not. We are just pretending to be developed. We are not doing nothing. All we do is elections, politics, discussions of things that don't add value to people's lives. Look at citizens. Look at our citizens. Go to school. Look at now. Take a take, go and take a class three child from a public school and speak to them. What are they learning there? Nothing. Meanwhile, we are making plenty of noise about what it's we are we are we have to understand that you see, if you want to do well, you must accept where you are and admit that you have been left behind. Even Cote d'Ivoire, their two books are better than yours. Even Cote d'Ivoire here. As they will say, Nati Melef, you know, Cote d'Ivoire, just Cote d'Ivoire here. <laughs> what? Go, go on their streets, their streets are better than yours. Senegal, go there and see. They are not waiting for you. You say you are first country's independence. Come in Kruma, you talk plenty. Francophone countries that we claim are under oppression, they are better roads than us. And we want to do the we can't even market, no street light. And then we are happy every day just being, I don't know what we are achieving with what we are doing. Look at what Galamse is doing to your society. You can't even, you can't even listen to Prem but you, you can't even manage Galamse. Citizens have the effrontery 
to go and pollute a river that produces water. A country with an army and soldiers sitting down and you have people destroying your water bodies and we are just giving speeches. And now your Ghana water company needs five times the amount of money they need to purify water for you to drink. You don't see that's an existential threat and you are still giving speeches. You gotta be kidding me. I'm, I, I mean, Galamse, we've been shouting about since 2017. Change ministers, Imsim, excavator, still yesterday, Godfrey front page. The Prior River has been damaged beyond repair. Ghana water needs five times the amount of chemicals needed to process water. You are not serious. There's something wrong with the country. And the people are asleep. I'm telling you, if you need to wake up. We are we are we are chopping last. People are leaving us behind. Nobody cares. Now they said even IMF now we are the country that owes the most. We come and speak plenty English. Uh, uh, COVID, Russia, whatever, whatever. We are not trying. And let's admit it. Let's admit it and then and repent. The whole country needs to repent. <laughs> oh yes. I'm telling you that I mean because the squalor and the complacency. Unnecessary complacency. If we have a good English accent, would that put bread on your table? We are center of the world. So what? Even South Sudan are investing there. So whether you are center of the world, who cares? You, your streets are not even marked. You are sitting and telling you are the center of the world. So as you can do what? No, it, it you, you need you need you need to you need to sit down and weep, and then accept your your uh, accept that you are chopping last. People are leaving us behind. They so Central African Republic, Niger, Mali, cool. And so, yeah, we are better. Are these, are these proper countries that you are comparing yourself to? When you go for these conferences, they say you are from Ghana. Don't you feel that you are... You can't say that, oh, Ghana, there, we are better. We are not better than anybody. We are not doing well. The society is deteriorating. And we are just sitting down here, always speaking English. Tune to the radio and see what they are saying. Tune to the radio and see what they are saying every day. You ask yourself, ah, a country that has these basic issues to deal with, Yes, we have no delegates. This, we, 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 we know all those things. The, you don't even have your street lights on your street. You don't even have street markings. You don't discuss the basics of life. Your your Prairie River, the people in Western region, the water they drink is under threat. Yet, we are thinking about delegates and votes. There has to be something wrong with the mindset of the Ghanaian. And if we don't repent, we'll all be destroyed. All of us will be destroyed. I'm telling you. History shows us that there are generations that have not been remembered. It's not just... Ah, if you read any of the scriptures, there are generations that the whole generation was wiped out. It's their children that came to deliver them. What we are doing, maybe it's our grandchildren, because what we are doing now is not fit for purpose. I'm telling you, what we are doing today, it will not make us competitive anywhere. We are talking about after. And after, we'll talk, talk, talk. Somebody come and take over. I went to WTO. After, no, it's a talk shop in Ghana. We just used it to do conference. We don't take do nothing. People are, people are preparing to come and take your market. You are sitting there talking after. After, before, not after. <laughs> you won't do the hard work of development. You support your industries. Everyday sloganeering. People are overtaking you. You are there every day. Talk, talk, talk. It's not, there has to be a, a, a proper awakening of the citizens. People must be responsible to their, to their responsibility. I interviewed a Nigerian man. He always told me. He said the Asian Greeks gave us levels of society. He says in every society, there are people who think only of themselves. Then there are people who think only of their immediate family and friends. And then there are people who think about other citizens because of our shared humanity. He said the first group of people are idiots. If you think only of yourself, you're an idiot. I'm not the one saying it. He quoted the Greeks. He said in Greek society, those who think only of themselves are idiots. Those who think only of their friends and family and immediate family, they are the tribesmen. 
he says a citizen is somebody who says i am because we are a man who thinks about our shared humanity it's not because you're from my village because you're a human being now if i start thinking like that i'm a citizen now take that and take it to the constitution he says he said it our place says we have too many he said in africa we have too many idiots and tribesmen not enough citizens so you and i i'm not talking to you because you are sky from my village it's because you are it's our shared humanity so if you drive on the road i should be concerned that you'll be safe and i'll put in place message to make you safe that's what makes me a proper citizen but me come to power are you from my hometown Oh, I do speak away. Are you from Presec? That, that's because I am a tribesman. I'm not a proper citizen. People go into high office and, and repeat that. And he says Africa has too many idiots and tribesmen. He's quoting the Greeks. He's not insulting you. Repent and change. With, so citizenship, go, go where as what a citizen? What is a Ghanaian's concept of citizenship? We pay tax, we vote. Does that make you a citizen? We don't even understand it. So you've been built as a nation state your citizens don't even understand what it means to be citizens as for your leaders the least said about them the better and then we are here every day praising ourselves no i'm i'm having i'm not i'm not going to have that no it is don't tell me you don't have money to mark the road it's because you don't want to do it if they sack the road safety people tomorrow morning they'll, they'll wake up if they if they put fire on the airman rose people still tomorrow they'll go and mark all the roads if you like let the president fire the urban roads and say because of the you think tomorrow don't go and mark the roads <laughs> you think don't do it but has he given money to them to go and do it if he fires them don't ask me if there's money ask, they'll find they'll, it and do it they'll find it sometimes sometimes <laughs> sometimes you have to pull out the key <laughs> but if you you were leader you were leader you you were leader you have run the country to the ground this way right you have run the country from where it was to the terrible state it is in today people can get common paper paper to print things in their offices and you go and be firing people to serve what interest you have not bought the fear for your driver to drive the car and move it to go and back killing willy for you yet you are firing your driver are you are you are you a correct a correct boss but at least fire him even if even if you won't provide the fuel, fire him so the okay so no problem so don't don't not provide the fuel and not fire that's, that's provide the fuel yes but provide directly for me but do one which one? so if you i'm saying you are okay i'm using an analogy uh -huh. you've not provided fuel yes so fire the driver at least to show that you as you, you want the fuel you want the fuel where is the justice in that well at least do whose job it is to fill the vehicle with fuel you have not done that you are firing not not a problem i i like where you are going with this but i'm saying to you that at least don't see they're doing nothing they should the people who are supposed and we are using don't forget to use a case study there's a road marking case study i'm using I'm saying that if somebody is fired for that road marking thing, tomorrow morning they'll go and do you it. You can only fire and there will be justice. Oh, please. Where you have provided for those things to be done. What is justice? And they have not been done. Justice is for you, the road user, to have a direction when you are driving. That's more justice. So fire the guy, let him provide the road marking. The person who's fired can go to court. But, but, but Richie, let me ask this. Justice so, is when you can use the road so, so without my, dying on it. So, not whatever. So one of our listeners, for instance, says, are you talking about? There was a retiring on the Oxford Street mm -hmm. recently. Mm -hmm. without road markings mm -hmm. you see before you go into that the reason why i'm pushing back on all of this is that first of all you have to understand the scope of work so the scope of work is going retard the road no i'm not saying that i'm saying that before you <laughs> make the conclusion that oh the contractor did the thing and he didn't do marking on it yes why 
the contractor's job was going to retard the road. I, I, you and I have not seen the document. Yes, right? we have. Not. And I'm telling you that word. But that is where the problem lies, because Bernard is saying that it does not. It is not. There is no it's, sensible it's, person and I to send out somebody to go and go and tar the road yeah. and then without an attitude. And I'm saying, I'm saying that it could well be, it could well be. Yeah. As we have seen in this country, yes. that you have given a job to do the entire uh -huh. road, mm -hmm. yes. put all the infrastructure in place. Yes, but you don't just you don't you don't take your mouth to go and buy the, so why do you the contract. Obligations come in every now and then. Which obligations the government must discharge? I told you here that when you first of all previously the idea was we'll, we'll give you mobilization, go to site. Yeah, you move your things, you go and start the work, right? Yeah. These days, you know, there are issues with mobilization. So the contractors themselves go and find the money. I'm talking this way because I know clients who are having problems. They have worked for government institutions in this country for the past two decades. Why are they in some cases. Why are they collecting new contracts? Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. They have not been paid. Now, you go to the banks and you find the money. Did they finish their work? You come and do the 20% of the work. You raise a certificate. It goes to Terminator. Their job is to look at that certificate, send people to go and authenticate what you claim you have done, yes. whether you are properly within the scope. So the supervisors have to go to the site, look at the work that you have done, and come back and say, oh, yes, this is the report. The guy actually did 20% of the work. So we have verified the certificate, pay him. It is the job of the minister to now properly advise the Ministry of Finance or whatever institution responsible to cause releases to be made. So that a contractor will have mon money released from the Bank of Ghana into his account. So that he will continue the next 20% of the work. Now, if the man hasn't given you money, you are given the, the, the contract to do complete road, with road infrastructure, everything. The money you are using is finished. Bankers are after you. They are seizing your property. They are garnishing your, uh, garnishing your account. They are, they, 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 you can't even have money to pay to, to give Ashinwega to your people in the house. Your kids' school fees have not been paid because you love Ghana and because you have taken contract, you should go and put money. So I am saying that that's a true case study. Are you telling me that all the street markings that are not there on our roads can be explained by this example? I you have gave? not said all. I am just telling you that. So I, I accept am speaking that from I a am, position of yes, I accept, I accept and that, knowledge. I accept that for some of the instances, this, mm -hmm. will, this, will, this may well be the case. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying that the sheer preponderance of lack of street markings mm -hmm. suggests that this is a problem far beyond just lack of money. It is a culture and institutionalized dereliction that nobody has been questioned about. Yes, it's true that now people have not been paid. So it's possible that that new road I'm referring to, that specific new road may be, mm -hmm. may be subject to what you are saying. But that notwithstanding, you cannot tell me that the number of roads in our city without street markings can be explained by just lack of pay. See, it's I, because there, there's no enforcement. People are not doing their job. People are not thinking about citizens. There's no, there's no excellence. There's, there's incompetence. All of that. That's why I'm saying. All of that. Don't, don't, don't keep this thing on at the the periphery. You understand? You need to elevate the culpability to where it has to go. And I'm saying that for, if uh, you're using, no, but you're saying for no sky, but that's not true. That's true for specific. But you can't tell me that. All street markings in Ghana have not been done because people have not been paid. I have paid. not said that. Ah, then you have to qualify. No, no, I have not said that. I am telling you about what my knowledge is on the matter, based on what I have in documents. Yeah, but I'm saying that. Sky, I'm saying uh -huh. that you've driven in all of Accra. Uh -huh. The number of roads without street markings 
are more than the number of contracts not being paid. Just <laughs> what I'm saying. So I'm saying that you know the number of people in this country contractors who, when, when you when you narrow it down to that angle, mm-hmm. you are you are also um, exonerating professionals who have derelicted duty. I am saying that a prop, a proper functioning. Urban roads. Urban roads cannot you, tell me that the reason there are no street markings is because mm. one contract has not been paid. Bernard, Bernard, no, hold on, hold on. Let me. Okay, so why is the asphalt? Okay, I'm coming. Uh-huh. The, the, the asphalt and the, the street mark, which one is more expensive? Ordinarily, the asphalt. So why is there asphalt and no street marking? That's why I'm saying that. If not a devil, a dog body, it is not my job. After I have done everything, I have squeezed water out of stone. To put the road together, it is not now my job to go and look for additional money when I have stress. I have not paid my workers. My machines are going down. They have broken down. I cannot fix them. It is no longer my job to now go and look for road markings and come and do it because I love the Republic of Ghana. But you are endangering the Nobody go to work no, war at his own expense. But when, once you put asphalt on a road, yes. and you don't put road furniture like uh-huh. speed limiters, road markings and mm-hmm. these night things mm-hmm. you are endangering citizens to some extent you, we not, agree to, with you. Not, not to some to a very serious extent no. because it is even better arguably for the road to be in a bad state mm. for the car to be forced to drive slowly no. than to have a fully asphalted road with no road marking oh, hold on hold on you see this one let's not let's not go back on that point you see you have there's a reasonable expectation every road user has that when he gets onto the road the person using the road using the road will be somehow responsible in how he interacts with other road users mm-hmm. and you the person who is driving on the road mm-hmm. right you should behave as a reasonable human being mm-hmm. the fact that they have not marked the road that me- does not mean that you should be driving anyhow you know that when you are going to uh, what do you call it let's say you are driving out of here do you drive on the left or you drive oh, on, on the right? right. Uh huh. So you don't begin to drive on the left with the excuse I'm that there about, has not been any room. I'm, I'm talking about the context of even driving at night. Mm-hmm. Look, there are places you are driving. Mm-hmm. There's no street light. There's no road marking. Mm-hmm. You can't see where you are going. Mm-hmm. You put on your high beams. Mm-hmm. Somebody can have left his car parked without a triangle. Mm-hmm. You can kill yourself. That's true. And I'm saying that some of these things is the. You see, a road has to be properly designed. Mm-hmm. To ensure the safety of the user. I agree with you. So this and don't forget, I'm not saying all the problems in Ghana is because of road markings. Mm-hmm. It is a case study based on a text message you read. Yes. And not even the text message. The drivers yeah, are so the, the, the point is that let's 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 I agree with you when you say we should escalate the culpability. Mm-hmm. And the issue of contractors is a big issue. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying that if you a casual observation of our road infrastructure mm-hmm. suggests that the lack of road markings is much deeper than simply a lack of money. That's the point I'm making. Bernard, you see, the, whilst, admitting, whilst admitting that lack of money is a big part of the problem, mm. I mean, look at the thing I said about the SCC toll booth. Mm. Sky, every week when it rains, ah. mud comes on the road. Are you telling me that between the MP, the DCE, the urban roads and highways, you. none of them has a solution to removing that mud? No, no, it's, it's not. It's, it's, so let me let me let me tell, ah. let me tell you something. You see. The issue there, that this thing, I raised it just yes, last week. Yes, a week ago when you were returning. I raised it strongly. Yes. And I spoke about the what may well be engineering mm-hmm. problems and people building anyhow on top of the road. Yeah. It is more than just mud collecting on the road, uh-huh. right? First of all, where is the mud coming from? From a hill that has people built on it. Exactly. Now, 
so if you follow the chain uh-huh. right how did it happen that people came to bail on the on the hill good question so you see when you follow the chain it is much more than just a mad you know some mad collecting on the road uh-huh. and to fix it it will require more, much more than just going every day putting a tractor there no let's pu- let's push that uh-huh. so let's assume uh-huh. you think that because the mud is on the road it's endangered streets uh-huh. First, you salvage what you can, then you solve the long-term problem. Uh-huh. So, for example, you can design something so that the mud will stop collecting on the road. Right. As a beginning point. Like how? Oh, bro, I'm not an engineer. Uh-huh. But if mud is collecting on the road... Uh-huh. It's coming from somewhere. Yes, and the mud, there's, there's, there's something that can break it. You can redirect it. You can have a, a weekly remover. <laughs> as, as, you see, that's what I'm saying. That if a city is working, the, uh-huh. the, the, all the things we are discussing... Eh, Sky, but, but hold on, but Sky, no, 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 hold on, hold on. When you got when you get caught in a snowstorm, uh-huh. wherever it is that you are, uh-huh. if it, it snows today, uh-huh. they will come and clear it today. Tomorrow it will snow again. They will clear it tomorrow. The city authorities will clear it. Wait, wait, see, you see, you don't use your mouth to go and collect mud on the road. So there's no money. Wait, 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 wait. The cities that you are talking about, yes. Although you hear America is in debt in billions, yeah. right? There is some money to get things going. So the municipality right? okay, wait, has the, the assembly gone to ask the houses on the hill to pay some toll, to pay even what you call property rate that they will use to collect I that I don't thing. know that. But that's a quick job. You are trying to solve a problem. You see, we can discuss this forever. Uh-huh. What we are saying is that there are some things that must be unacceptable. Which is true. To have mud on a road every day for two years. Uh-huh. Tells you there's a dysfunctional problem. I agree with you. Now there are many solutions. There's an engineering solution. Yes. There's a financial angle. Uh-huh. There's an enforcement solution. Yes. There's even a committee mobilization solution. All of those things. And I'm saying we have people who have been put in position: MP, mm-hmm. DCE, mm-hmm. Urban Rose Head, mm-hmm. Highways. Mm-hmm. All these people together, mm-hmm. they have not solved it. Aha. So the, 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 it is a leadership failure. If they are minded, and he gives you an example where you were living to study your law, mm-hmm. there was snow. Mm-hmm. In fact, there are days before snow, they put salt. Yeah, put salt here. Yeah. And then somebody will come and collect it. Yeah. There are days they'll even come and close the room and say, because of the snow here, don't pass it. Pass it. Mm-hmm. It's be- because there's a functioning system. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't have a functioning system, and that is my theory, mm-hmm. we, the elite, we must force a conversation about creating a functional society. Mm-hmm. Right? Things like institutions must be built mm-hmm. to work beyond just the life cycle of one politician. So for somebody to come and put his own people in every place, it undermines institutional building. Because institutions, is, is a lack of proper institutions that is leading to what you are seeing. So you have in nominally, mm-hmm. you have English and Manfro Assembly. Mm-hmm. That's just the, by name. They, do, they have meetings, they collect tools, they do whatever they do. Mm-hmm. But they are not effective because the people there are square pegs in round holes and they have not even been trained properly in leadership. Do you know what I'm saying? So we, have, we are seeing a decadence of society in front of our very eyes. And we can use all the excuses about lack of money and all those things. And I'm saying that all we need, look, we have a platform. The public space is where you discuss ideas and let the best rule. But in Ghana, whether your idea is better or not, somebody can come and because he's shouting better, he'll come and say what he wants to say. We need to admit that some of these things are systemic. But I still insist that for the examples of these very obvious things that you are pointing out, it is leadership failure. Bernard. There are things you solve with money. There are things you solve with leadership. You don't go and preach leadership when there is need for money to solve a problem. I reject that. I reject that. You, Bernard, leadership Bernard. is the beginning point of everything. Bernard, 
Bernard. You see, you see, you can theorize about no, 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 no. leadership. What do you mean there are things you solve in things of leadership? Hold on, hold on. What do you mean? You see, the question is, at what level are you inflicting this idea that leadership has? Everything been? rises and falls on leadership. Full stop. It is. It is including that, money. That is. Uh, that is. Uh, but even by your own example, the money we don't have is a leadership fault. You see, you see. Yeah. And now you are coming home. To no, I'm hold I'm on, hold on. You are you come you are I'm, coming I'm, home. I've always been there. And I'm saying. <laughs> That if you have a director of urban roads, yes. right? Yes. He has done all he needs to do. Yes. Put together a document, raise a memo, yes. refer it to the minister, and say that oh, we need A, B, C, do D we money. Know this? Do we know this for a fact? Do we know that he's done this? Don't you finish level one before you go to level two? <laughs> do we know if he's done this? <laughs> I am telling you, Bernard. I am telling you that there is no money to do anything. <laughs> So are we saying that roads to get money? It's basically it's trying to say that the, the reason why all the things I'm saying exist because there's no money. And you see, I've not said all. I'm saying that there is no money to do anything. <laughs> why do you keep saying that? Because I know. <laughs> but because people, I know. Don't people travel? Because no, I have wait, don't people travel. I have clans who <laughs> cannot be paid. Sky, wait, if you say there's no money, don't do aren't people traveling to conference? Sky. Pascal, I won't buy that also because so then unless you're telling no me that saying, there is because I've so seen you think that no hold on Sky. you think that the people Sky. are the wait wait did you hear anybody review today no, 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 of a book he said uh-huh. he quoted it he said Ghana said there's no money but the woman is spending as if there's no tomorrow no no you see you see that's so that's why I was telling you that elevate the the, the, the culpability but wait on let me let me let me let me make a, a quick comment yes. do you think that the people at the department of urban roads yes they are so wicked. Yes. They don't know left from right uh-huh. that they see a problem uh-huh. and there's money to fix it and you won't do it. Is that what you think? Yes. Yes, that's <laughs> that, what I that, think. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> do you think that these people are so on Ghanaian? They can't see, they can't hear, they can't smell any problem. Yes. No, and I, then I, they're refunding. No, are you saying that everything that they, everything they've noticed because there's no money? No, you see, I'm I'm trying to, to tell you that delete the whole idea, everything, right? No, I have told you that I start with. No, 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 hold on. That that, that vitiates the point you are making. It a cannot vitiate no, the on. point. No, a bit. I am allowing room for other factors to come to play. So you I can't say that. Okay, so I everything. I think the most so important so reason why there's dysfunction is because of lack of money. Let me give. Let me ask you a question. Just last week, hold on. The fact the traffic lights in, in, in the whole of the city of Accra We're not, not working. Majority of them are not working. Is it money? You have to pay people to go and fix it. You don't go there and talk leadership. So no, right hold now, on, hold on, hold on. No, no, Bernard. I mean, let's let's be practical about. Yeah, let's shut down the country and so go. There's no money to 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 fix tra- traffic light. You see, if the government would be responsible enough to come and admit to you <laughs> that things are so bad. That majority of the time, people now go to work. They go and look into space. They don't do anything. Nothing. <laughs> Please, if you work in the public service, I want you to help me because this guy is making some serious claim that <laughs> no, there's I'm no money to saying. even buy Tiro. I'm not buying. Is that what you're saying? Common paper <laughs> to write to to type letter and and send it to you, Bernard. Or this and that. They don't have the money to buy it. So, see, but are they see. getting paid? As for the payment, see, these are public sector workers. And that's the point I'm making. And they're paid to do what? Aha, you see, that is, that is the issue. <laughs> exactly. That so is the issue. You have employed a person. 
the person has a condition of set, uh, has a set of conditions. That's the ma- only thing is good, but you, you can't push it that far. <laughs> I agree with you that the money is part of, but to make it the main no, issue, even with, with, with that, no, then, I'll, I'll, no, then you see, then there's selectivity in this. You see, because a friend of mine recently used some routes through the eastern region yeah. and some other places. And who is paying for it? Masa, those roads you think you are driving. Uh, Dubai, Dubai. No, but who is paying for the road? We don't know. It's not the state. No, it's, it's, they are not private roads. So let me explain. No, they are not private. Let me explain. You see, there are roads that we fund with external sources. Those funding sources, when they come back, we are committing. So if you fund the traffic with external sources too, if it's important, you fund. You it. see, you see, you see. So I read something yesterday from from Pumbuatin mm. when he wrote his article. Yeah. That it doesn't make sense mm-hmm. that we borrow money to do everything. Yeah. Almost everything. He said that. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. That no country develops with that kind of model. That's correct. That there are things we must build ourselves. Yes, sir. I do not disagree with you with this leadership thing you talk about. I'm saying that in advancing the argument about leadership, there are things that leadership will fix at a certain level. And there are things that money will fix. So you're talking about economic financial leadership. So your argument is that because the economy has failed mm-hmm. and there's no money, mm-hmm. all the things I'm talking about have been worsened yes. because of those things. Yes, that's what I'm saying. That while you... you Let's you, test that. I want to test that with the listeners. Okay. Whether all... A lot... Okay, you didn't say all. Most of the dysfunction we see, street lights, road markings, mud on the road, gutters choked, is a consequence of the economic mismanagement. Which has led to lack of money to even buy toilet roll. <laughs> that people go to work and they sit down and they are just looking at each other's face because there's no money to do anything. Nothing. Road markings, bro. Nothing. No, so I, I like, said they no, took no, the money. Struggle, I understand that, but my struggle then is like so. The people have no money. Yes. Mm. There is no way to fix the road and put markings on it to make it safe for people to drive. So people should just go because you don't have no money. Go and drive and die. The, Does it not the, come the old ones that have been... Yeah, I'm saying the old ones that have been mm. wiped off. Mm. The paints to paint it over. Mm. Nothing. And this is the same country that people are fighting to become president of. There's no money. Yeah. Yet people are doing EC. Go look at NDC and MPP. So, Sky, hey. if this was a company that... Had to be, you see, your theory of there's no money, I agree to understand too. Mm. But imagine there's a company the that, that has no money, country in the whole a company that cannot <laughs> buy toilet roll. Yes, people are going to kill each other to become owners of, CEO the of that company. Okay, so let's no, no, let's test that small. Yeah, let me explain. So there's no money, no, let me explain. But when it comes to election, listen to yesterday, Sander, hey, you see, we want to vote. So there's that this company with no money. Uh-huh. People yeah. want to break the aid to still keep running it. Okay, so you, there's no money to run the company, but you want to break the aid to keep running it. I see. So and then you want to also break the broken aid to come and take over. Okay, so let me explain Master. to you. Let me explain to you. You see, those at the very top and sometimes in the system, right, down the, yeah. down the ladder, they always have creative ways of finding money <laughs> to do the things they want to do. Uh-huh. Can, so you, ma- can, you, can you repeat that point? <laughs> I, want to hear, I, like what I, I like what I'm hearing. Repeat. I am saying that those at the very top. Of the food chain. Yeah, that's right. And sometimes those in the middle there, down there, yeah. right? They always find a way 
of creating money, yes. even in the midst of the lack of money that I'm telling you about. So this is a very good point you've made. Okay. Now you're following on your own side. No, 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 I'm not following on my own side. No, no, no. You see, I'm not following <laughs> on my own Hold on. Hold on. Let me explain. Those are the middle and yeah. the top. They find creative ways. Find creative ways to do the street lights. No, no, you see, you see, so, so you see, we can press that. The reason why I was pushed, No, no, I've not. Let me explain. You see, first of all, yes. if you hear the government say that, oh, we want to build this particular road. Yes. And we are going to get external money for it. Mm. A good number of the time, somebody is arranging the money with some bank or some company. The person who is arranging the money, look at the terms of the agreement that they take to parliament. Mm. There is some, some consultancy fee, some uh, facilitation fee, something, something. Somebody is making money out of that. So he's not thinking about the road. So while you assume that, oh yes, they are coming to fix a road for you, there's someone who is making money. So you are saying that that road is not even part of a major development plan. It mean, it, uh, That's why a chief can see you and say, Scott, yeah, if you, you don't come and do a road in our hometown, we need to invest in our hometown. Imani instead has... of instead of building on the basis of a development plan, yeah, they Imani, are doing it based on political expediency and also what they can get. Exactly. Imani Ghana has repeatedly produced reports that tell you mm. that we have built many roads to nowhere. Mm. Because what? Someone will earn something out of it. They have created a way of doing some work, which work will create money for them. Mm. The people who think that they have got to fleece the state. So if right? in this state of brokerage that the country says there's no money, people are still fighting to either break the eight or come and take over because... They will find creative ways of doing things that will benefit them. Exactly. And what so, so, so you and I, what are we doing here? No, so, so we are here, we are talking. That's why I tell you that sometimes I'm frustrated because as you sit here, you are doing this big, big, big. The people, they are either drinking cognac or they are drinking till listening to yourself. You see, I am trying to read. You see... So, so, so when you take on the director of urban roads as a starting point, as a starting point, then if think, we escalate it uh -huh. because you start that, from what is known before you go to the uh -huh. you start from the immediate before you go to what is known. So, you, you see, you escalate it mm -hmm. when again, when you go to your child's room and mm -hmm. the room is not tidy, mm -hmm. you don't start by talking to your wife. You if you deal with the person who is in charge of that space, mm -hmm. there's oh, mama asked me to do something else, then mm -hmm. you escalate it. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing. Mm -hmm. So, it's, I'm not here to try and defend somebody, but I'm saying that. When you, because there are so many tiny issues we are discussing. Street markings, road, uh, street lights. Um, of course, the president has the ultimate responsibility. Mm -hmm. Do you get me? Yeah. The finance ministry has a lot of responsibility. Mm -hmm. But we must, we move it scale by scale. You see, we are cutting them too much slack. They are the reason we are where we are. So there's no street light because the president. Come on. No, but I think it's about priorities then. Okay. Well, so the street lights are, the street markings are not a priority. Build the roads, but let the people drive in darkness and die. Because the road, <laughs> according to Sky, they will build the road either because they will get something from it or because politically it's expedient. But Bena, there's never money it's for not, It's not part of a, a plan to bring real development. They will never, they will never. I think that point makes sense though. No, I, I, that's pretty cynical. I refuse to buy that. No, but he's oh, right. Because, say, you, you can. Of course, I know. Listen, just by right. No, no, no. Let's cut some slack. Problem. Listen, for no, example, cut him some slack. Listen, when you listen to a chief, for example, a president is campaigning, mm -hmm. and a chief says, "Come and give us a university in your village, yes. in my village, yes. or give us a road." Why? Why? Okay, if you're if you're a president of a country that has working on a development plan, 
do you put up an university because a chief wants it in his village? Certainly not. Well, but if you are, if you need if you need votes, mm-hmm. you probably do it. Well, yes. so you, so, yeah, so he's he's right in the sense of saying that sometimes the system we've created, mm-hmm. we are not actually doing the things that we should be doing. Yes, we are doing things because it's expedient yes. or because we benefit from it personally. Yes, but then there, are, there, there but then there are what we would call general good things, which are roots. And his, his point is that every good thing in Ghana, a politician must have a personal benefit, otherwise, you won't do it. But that's why he has a VA. No, but the road marking, if there is a VA, does it save you from road markings? Well, if what, you die, you die. If there's a crash, if, 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 if there's a crash, there's a helicopter that will take him somewhere faster than you. You, 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 you. Think? No, but if you die, you die. Yeah, but that's Yeah, but that one too, but they will enjoy to die, they'll suffer to die. Oh, let me go and see somewhere. No, he's <laughs> but, but, Nathan, help us. Sky has gone around, around, around now, but he's sort of, sort of. You see, but I, to be fair, I'm saying that Sky, you see, let's. I, I, we are not cutting anybody in this slack. We are saying that it is levels of leadership failure. Yeah, I'm saying don't take on the Department of Urban No, guys. no, I take no, but, them on but, but the, the local Sky. assembly. I, I shouldn't take them on. We have to. They won't take anybody on. They won't take, they won't take, they won't take anybody on again. I shouldn't take anybody on. They don't have money. They don't have the money. It's a lame excuse, a miserable excuse. They should, they should shut it down. Why are they going to work? <laughs> uh, Nathan, please help me. Sky, <laughs> Sky is very unrelenting. Yes. <laughs> Francis so from Tema. Francis mm. from Tema mm. says, I seriously support your argument, Bernard. This is wickedness and witchcraft. How can you construct a road without markings? Leadership has failed big time. If an MP crashes there this morning, by 5 p.m. today, the road will be marked. They don't value human lives. That's all. Francis from Tema. Abroni Beye. Yeah, and, and I agree, you know, because before I, before I get back to the mm-hmm. message, mm-hmm. Richard, I, I get your point. But you see, if, then if that's the case, then let's all shut up shop and, you know, go and sleep. Well, I'm because I'm... clearly somebody has to be held accountable. Yes. If a traffic light is not working, uh-huh. there's a body that has been mandated to ensure that a traffic light works. So we go up. So that's special. Pers- if he's facing resistance, yes, then, then you go, to, go on, up. On, on, then on, that's on. how we do it. You start, because you don't solve a problem by start. You, you, how do you solve a problem? If you are solving an equation, don't you deal with the immediate before you go to the external? When you are doing multivariate analysis, how do you do it? You don't just get up. So we are not cutting anybody's slack. We are saying, let's deal with the road marking. Let's go to the urban roads. Let's go to the road mm-hmm. ministry. Let's go to the finance mm-hmm. ministry. Let's go to the president. That's how you do it. So it's, it's a layered talk, approach. It's talk, not talking about traffic lights. After talking, 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 it looks like the traffic lights at the Alisa yeah, section. I, yesterday, I noticed yeah, that yeah. they had put some lights there. We thank you. Maybe we should do Please this test of Go this. around and check other traffic lights. Plenty, plenty. A lot of them are not working. At the ridge runabout. Ridge runabout is not. Electoral commission is not still There's one traffic light at Tema. When you are driving from the motorway and you are entering the hospital highway to Ashima. The one that the street the tra- there are three traffic lights. There's one that faces you if you are turning into Tema. It works. There's one that faces you if you are going into Ashama, it works. If you are coming from Ashama to Tema, it never works. And it's been so for almost ten years. Look at this. Uh, this one says um upon second thoughts and further listening, you are right. The civil servants know the force for we. Tropoli toll booth ramp, motorway, serious potholes, junction mall overhead road abandoned. This somebody's message. This one says, guys, all the basic things all of a sudden have become a wonder to see. <laughs> Traffic lights are not working. Mm-hmm. Roads are terrible. Mm-hmm. We are driving by memory, like someone said. Mm-hmm. The roads in the Dadabi areas have no road markings. Street lights are not working. And our government officials are driving, driving to work 
in luxurious lives, telling us they've done the most for Ghana than any government since independence. That. that be what they pain my heart safe. That's it. Now, Bolle Bridge is gone. Some big men are going to get richer from the ills of the people there. It's just sad. Fifi Tamaklu in Hachu. This one says the beach road from Labadi to Lapam is dangerous when driving in very, the night. Says, and there are markings and street lights. <laughs> Guys, last week, when one of the directors at the highway or road ministry spoke to on motorway issue, he mentioned that they had lost one of their staff. And still, things are the same. Today, we are here talking about non-functioning traffic lights while people in charge and authority take their salaries and allowances every month. How many times hasn't City FM alone mentioned this problem? The moment the traffic light situation causes a crash and one big man in authority is involved, there will be a press conference followed by an action. We are on our own. Gloria Kosilati from Asim Fusu. This one says, the morality of the Ghanaian society is broken down. Mm. This one says, but do you know that even when a driver parks at a bus stop, he gets arrested by these AMA guys and the driver is charged 185 CDs? We are all, we are our own enemies. And the assemblies and those in high authorities are all involved. This one says, the whole of the N1 Mm. has all of its markings totally faded. You literally have to use the car next to you to gauge where to drive. They are waiting for the next million. It is true. They are waiting for the next million challenge account. The money is big. 500 million. (laughs) 540 something million. Remember, 576. This one says, um, you'll be surprised. Okay, Look Mimi in Pocas says, Richard, I using common paper. Hmm. Welcome to our harsh reality. You see? This one I says, see what? <laughs> I see what? This one, this one says, you'll be, sur- you'll be surprised that the N1, since it was done, has seen no maintenance. All the road markings are gone. Sometimes you don't know whether you are in the middle lane or not. It's sad. I mean, why? This one says, you pull a hot on the man this morning. Road marking silence culture. Hmm. I agree with Bernard 100%. If as a contractor, you feel that the money is not good for you, don't take the contract. So, also, the one who is supposed to sign off completed work should be held exactly. accountable for the bad state of the exactly. roads. He or she is signing off substandard exactly. work for the most part. Exactly. Miss P from... Hold, hold on. So let, let me just address that quickly. You see... They don't give you money ahead of time to go and do the road. It, it really happens in this country. That's why I explained. They say the road market is a separate contract. It doesn't even come for the contractor. Ah, uh, you see. So, so, why are you, so why are you blaming road contractors? Hold on, hold, 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 hold on. When you build a road from the scratch, yeah. it's different from when you are marking the road okay. at a different time. Okay. I was trying to make the point that, look, the certificates are raised mm-hmm. at different junctions in the execution of the contract Mm -hmm. when a certificate is raised and the man doesn't pay for it Uh the only the government doesn't pay for it the only way you can get additional money is where you fall on but what about the rules that are separate Girlfriend is saying that some of the roads, the, the road markings yeah, are separate. So what about those? If it is separate, why? The, the person who is coming to do it, would he come and use his mouth to do it? He's going to procure materials to come so, and so do it. Why? So, 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 so I'm saying there's a different issue to the non-payment. So now it's a question of not even being awarded. But you see, why don't you even want to even? Take no, I agree. Uh-huh. Girlfriend is just telling you that for some of the roads, uh-huh. you don't even. It's not part of the road contractor's job. So which means that there's a separate contract for the road market. You you see, I I choose my words carefully. And I told you here that before you go attacking the contractor, first of all, understand the scope of work. What is the scope of work? Some of the works, the scope involves the road furniture. Some it doesn't. 
I explained that here, and I said that mm. in cases where the road they've done the road already, they've marked it. Adino, Adino, Awai, a paper. So you need to go and get someone who is an expert at that to come and fix it. Now you don't go and talk to the person with your mouth. If there's a routine uh, uh, provision for road maintenance, uh-huh. the furniture will be upgraded as part of that. Ideally. But, but have you, 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 no, you going to look into the road fund? Uh, you. We are, no, no, it's, 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 Bernard, you see, look, I, you know, when I'm speaking, I'm not just talking. Your leg is on something. Go and look into the road fund. We should, the road fund. Look, we should well look inside. Look inside. Open, it, look open inside. it, open it, and look inside. <laughs> and come back and tell the good people of Ghana what you find. And read the messages. A road fund that gets money as part of its money uh-huh. from the road tolls that you pay. Uh-huh. A government that should actually know what it's doing. Uh-huh. For some reason, did not know what he was doing. Is it 11? So they got up one morning. Scrap it. Oh, yes, we have scrapped it, right? And you people were excited. Mm-hmm. That hey, you know, no road tolls, no this thing, that blah 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 blah. We driving about. No, we said they should use the DVLA system. No, <laughs> oh, no, no, Scott, no, no, no. What we said, what I remember me saying was mm-hmm. that. You don't have to go and queue to pay a toll. If you can estimate and make it a flat charge when I'm doing my DVLA payment. That was subsequent to yeah, the scrapping. Yeah, but they didn't do that. That was subsequent yeah, to the scrapping. So it's not like but everybody was happy. Hmm? Meanwhile, that was supposed to be a major funding much, source for the road toll. How much was the road fund giving us? How much? We cannot we cannot say that all our street marking problems is all because the road fund was scrapped. Because our street, sky, our street lights have not been functioning before the road was scrapped. How many years ago was the road Roto was scrapped? Scrap was, was it not 20? 20 road school was scrapped this, in this term. When you no, we were no, in the no. E-Levy. The E-Levy. No, it wasn't this term. It was the E-Levy. It been two years ago. Yeah, but it was the E-Levy. When was the E-Levy passed? Uh, they were trying to pass the E-Levy before we went for the IMF program. Yes. The IMF program was announced in July 2020. It was in this sec- I'm saying in another second. Yeah, the system. Yes, and I'm saying they're proud to that. Then when there's streets without markings. No, no. When there's streets. The, the, the so have these become are much, much more pronounced no, no, Sky, today. Street lights and road markings have been a problem with governance. You have to, Bernard, concede that even if it is one million Ghana cities that road tools contribute to the public purse, we have lost it. Yes, but then. And E-Levy which was supposed to deliver the bridge or bridge the gap has failed to produce the amounts that the government had projected it was going to produce fair enough right and i'm saying that if the government was not responsible enough to have looked into the future to say that ah this thing we are doing will have replications for how we run the city play nathan read the rest of the messages okay Um, all right um this one says the quality and detail of the asphalt and road markings at the car park of the Ghana Highway Authority is top-notch. It's better than any I have seen in the country. Okay. This same organization will have lower standards if it comes to the general public. Kwame sent that. Um, this one says, Bernard, you're right. They reduce <laughs> the thickness of the road so they can have some more profit. We can keep giving excuses. And as you keep saying, it boils down to leadership. All right. This one says, why you charge plenty like that, Bernard? Cool down. Efoga cool from Nungwabi. <clears throat> Brahma from Awoshi says, Bernard, if you want these foreign players to start to respect our flag, then tell the, go- the government to build proper infrastructure to train our own players. Until we do that, we'll always go and plead with these players to come and play for us. Okay, referring to Kelo Matsunodwe. 
Uh, this one says, I totally agree with Bernard that it's not about money, it's pure wickedness and incompetence. I live in Def Chaco Estates Community 25. <laughs> the roads have been built without drains on the sides. Okay. When it rains, manholes develop on the roads, and these are expensive buildings put up by private people. <coughs> Where is the lack of money Richard is talking about? Uh-uh. I this don't one get says, that point. Okay, King of Fosu George says, Our system has been built in such a way that every ministry can chop in some corruption. How come a minister built a road without markings and another contract is awarded to someone else to do the markings? You see how come Ghana will never have enough money for development but always goes begging? Come to the UK and see how solid roads are contracted in collaboration with all the relevant players with excellent marking. That's coming from King of Fosu George in Luton in the UK. Um, And... um, this one says Sky. Please tell Sky it's all about the failure of leadership. Someone in Nungwa. Um, but other team, I can feel your frustration anytime it comes to development and national issues. But I can tell you that until our constitution is re- reviewed to reduce the appointing powers of the president and the executive arm of government, nothing can change. The long and short of our problems is, as a nation is the fact that we have no strong institutions and leaders due to the fact that they were all appointed by one person. Whose orders, whether good or bad, they are obligated to okay. follow. All right, we'll take a break. Read a few announcements. Bring you some highlights. Some of the things we are saying uh, have been said. I interviewed Professor Frimpon Boatin yesterday on the point of view, and he makes some very interesting points. He wrote a letter to the next president of Ghana, okay. asking him to beware of many things. And that if you are going to be transformational, you have to think about a lot of things. I questioned him on some of those points. I'll play that for you shortly. In the meantime, though, Aja Safo has been sharing where you go to constituents who are taking part in the registration. Yes, just so they can cool down. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right, a few announcements. <laughs> oh, right. This one says um, You ever watch a movie for your car inside with the sound you come up from the speakers, or you like to watch short films on Afro shorts? Whatever your vibe is, Black Star Vibes has all the vibes. It's a two day electrified cinema experience. At the Black Star Square, Friday, September 22, Saturday, September 23, and is in partnership with or Hypeflix Drive In, is partnering the Ghana Cinema Week, the Black Star International Film Festival, and Afro Cinema Plus. Visit hypeflixdrivein.com to grab tickets or dial star 711 star 11 star 27 hash 9. This event is powered by Hypeflix Drive In with support from the National Film Authority of Ghana, the Namibia Tourism Board, the High Commission of Namibia, Unilever, Access Bank, Toyota Ghana. South African Airways, Abanga Foods, Pinkberry, Afro Spirits, Gogo Wash, 
the Ministry of Tourism, Arts and Culture, the Ghana Tourism Authority, and the Year of Return. Black Star Vibes could be vibes, so don't miss it. Robert and Sons Optical is one of the accredited optical centers for DVLE's eye testing. Visit any of their branches at Adenta, Wage, Adabraka, Usudan, Kwaseko, Tema, East Legon, Kumasi, and Kofredia for your test. You can also call them on 0501-519-111 for more info or visit their online shop, robertsandsonsoptical.com and on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at robertsandsonsltd for more info regarding the DVLE. I test. Robert Sensons servi- optical services seeing is believing. We'll be right back with more. I have uh, some quick highlights from the Electoral Commission Chair's response on the voter register. And then later on, I'll bring you Professor Pimpon Boatin's views on the country. Stay with us. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. We will recall that in the lead up to the 2016 election, the commission at the time undertook voter registration in its district offices throughout the country. This was conducted in a year of a general election, that is a presidential and parliamentary election. And now the difference here is this. The current exercise being conducted in the 268 district offices is not being undertaken in a year of a general election. Hence my call to the Electoral Commission in 2016 to expand the scope of the registration. That is not to say that the district level election is not important. It is. However, as mentioned, our budget and work plan for 2023, which Parliament approved, was based on a long-term continuous registration and not registration on electoral area basis. I place on record that our plan for 2024 is not the same and will not be the same as what is being carried out today. Neither will it be the same as what happened in 2026, 2016. I'd like to take this again. I mentioned that the, 20, uh, the 2023 DLEs are important to us. Indeed, they are important elections indeed. However, as mentioned earlier, our budget and work plan for 2023, which Parliament approved, was based on a long-term continuous registration and not registration on electoral area basis. I place on record that in 2024, our plan will not be the same as what is being undertaken today. Neither will it be the same as what occurred in 2016. In the lead up to the 2024 presidential and parliamentary elections, we will roll out a continuous registration of voters for several months in the district offices. Additionally, we will undertake a mop-up exercise in selected electoral areas, particularly in areas that have difficulty in accessing our district offices. And so you see that the registration exercise planned for 2024 is different 
or will be different from what was conducted in 2016. What is baffling is that the very same people who are accusing us of trying to disenfranchise eligible voters were silent in 2016 when the commission instituted registration in the district offices ahead of the presidential and parliamentary election. I take this opportunity to urge the good citizens of Ghana not to believe everything they hear. The allegations being made against us, including accusations of our working to disenfranchise eligible voters, to sending 40 kids to the stronghold of a specific political party, are false. A number of districts reported having 40 kids on the first two days. These kids were not located only in the stronghold of a political party, of a particular political party, and the evidence is there for all to verify. The only region that did not report any faulty kids is the Savannah region. All other regions had faulty kids which were swiftly replaced. As mentioned earlier, the faulty kids in the Tamil metropolis were replaced immediately to enable a smooth registration of voters. As a result of the backlog from the first day, and based on my discussions with the Honorable Haruna Idrisu, we set up two additional registration centers to cater for the teeming crowds. In all, the Tamale Metro Office has four registration stations and this has helped to ease up the long queues and traffic. As a commission, we remain open to constructive dialogue and call on our stakeholders, particularly the leadership of political parties, to engage with us to ensure a successful exercise. I wish to emphasize that in 2024, once again, the Commission will undertake a continuous registration in all districts for a sustained period. And we are looking at some five to six months of continuous registration. Additionally, a mop-up exercise will be held in selected areas where it is difficult to access our offices. As a Commission, we remain committed to ensuring that every eligible voter who is desirous of, to get on our role can do so without hindrance and will work within our mandate to ensure that this happens. I'll now turn my attention, ladies and gentlemen, to the statistics of the voters' registration exercise so far. At the end of six days, we have recorded a total of 182,000 831 registered voters, and I'd like to provide the breakdown. So I think I'll start with Western Region. <clears throat> Out of the 182,831 registered voters as at day six, Western Region recorded 11,644, representing 6.4% of the total registered to date. Western North registered 6,491, representing 3.6 total registered to date. Central Region has registered 17,590, representing 
Greater Accra region has registered 27,264, representing 14.9%. Volta region has registered 12,681, representing 6.9%. OT region has registered 4,427, registering 2.4%. Eastern region has registered 19,327, representing 10.6%. Ashanti region has registered 29,255, registering 16%. Bono region has registered 6,580, representing 3.6%. Ahafo region has registered 4,519, registering 2.5%. Bono East has registered 7,291, registering 4.0%. Savannah region has registered 4,655, representing 2.5%. Western North, Sorry, Northern Region has registered 12,982, registering 7.1%. Northeast has registered 4,244, registering, representing 2.3%. Upper East has registered 8,639, representing 4.7%. Upper West has registered 5,000. 241, representing 2.9%. And it gives us a national total of 182,831. Interestingly, we see a pattern of more males registering than females. And so at the end of day six, 53.9% of males had registered as against 46.1% females. So that was the Chairperson of the Electoral Commission, Jim Mensah, addressing some of the issues there. So I think the two top lines, they will do another round in 2024, although the problems with this first round still exist. So if somebody is registered at the district office, they would have to travel for long, and they may still not know exactly where they vote. But they're saying that in the next year, they'll do another one. All right, this is still the city break for sure. <laughs> Lancaster University. No room for anything, Charlie. Be be be. Time no day. Let's move quickly. All right, Lancaster University, Ghana is saying that they can give you a British degree from Lancaster University at a fraction of the cost. Right here in Ghana, get a 50% scholarship. You also get a diverse student community and vibrant campus life. They are currently accepting admissions for October 2023. So hurry up and get those admissions in. Call them on 030-221-8989 or send an email to admissions at lancaster.edu.gh. Lancaster University, Ghana, the only British university campus in West Africa. 
Now, what would you do if you want a million CDs with only 49 numbers to choose from? Mega 6 Lotto offers you the chance to win exciting prizes. Now, with only two Ghana CDs, the odds are always in your favor. Tune into TV3 every day from Monday to Saturday at 6.50 p.m. to watch the daily draw. You can dial star 266 hash or download the app from the App Store, the Play Store to play. Don't forget to play before 5 p.m. every day. Mega 6 Lotto is approved and regulated by the NLA Mega 6 Lotto Mega Winnings Mega Impact. Standard Water has over 25 years' experience in providing quality and refreshing water to quench your test. Now, our water brand is available now in all in 11 regions in Ghana, and we're expanding to cover the rest of the country. Our specialty is the sachet water. We also do bottled, dispenser-mounted jar, and we customize water for your parties and special occasions. For inquiries and purchases, call 0202-055703 or 0547334485. We'll be right back, and when we come back, we're taking into more issues, including Professor Pinfon Boatin's views about the country. Stay with us. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. So it's 9.38. Uh, before we take into Professor Pimpon Boating, DAB is in Ghana. And you can hear City as one of the 18 stations on DAB trial. We are live in Accra and Kumasi as well. Get a DAB Plus receiver. Stay tuned. We'll let you know where you can get your DAB Plus receiver or radio set. This is, is this Naughty by Nature? It's naughty by Nature. Alright. <laughs> Feel me flow. Yeah, this is the kind of song I'm talking about. <laughs> it's a pure, this is a pure one. Yeah, Feel yeah. me flow. Before the Feel music me. got contaminated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Naughty by Nature. Naughty by Nature. And there's a Backstreet Boys. Oh, where, 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 where are those people? Backstreet Boys, they said they where are they, do like R&B. Where are they? Where are they? Where are they? Like What's that? Where are those people? Naughty by nature. Yeah, where are they Backstreet now? Boys. Oh, I mean, they're still around. Are, are they still performing? Some they will do some shows here and there. Like but, but they were, they were like, um, they were like the, the one of the hottest groups back yeah. in the day. Back in the day, Treach, Vin Rock, and DJ KG. Naughty by nature. Why do you even give yourself such a name? Charlie, if your mother says, I'm going to call yourself Naughty by nature. Charlie, what is that? This guy will allow your children to do a group and call themselves Naughty by nature. No, it's not good. I am an old-fashioned parent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yesterday I had a chat with Professor Kamna Frimpong Boating, former Minister for uh, Environment, Science, and Innovation. It was a long interview. We discussed, of course, his tenure as the head of the AIMSIM. We spoke about his views on Ghana. But this aspect of the interview had to do with a letter he wrote to whoever will be president next after the next election cycle. Here are excerpts. How do I describe him? Former Minister for Environment, Science, Technology and Innovation, but many, many things he's done. CEO of Kolebu in the past, 
head of cardiothoracic center, first black man to do a heart transplant, 1985, where were you? He's written a letter to the next president of Ghana. I'm going to read the first four paragraphs of the letter for his comment. It says, Ghana has not done as well as it should have done since President Kwame Nkrumah was unconstitutionally ousted from office through a military coup by the NLC, February 24, 1966. Ghana has had three other interruptions of government. The present Fourth Republic, dominated by the NDC and the MPP, has not brought the transformational change that will put the country on a path of sustainable development and prosperity for its people. I dare say that the fight ahead of Ghana is greater than the fight for political independence, and it cannot be won with leaders who lack the zeal, commitment, conviction to confront their own demons and other forces and headwinds that are against the development of the country. It is always said that one cannot reinvent the wheel, and I believe in that old adage. I present here examples of what happened elsewhere on this planet not too long ago. I personally believe that the country can make progress when we get the leaders who exhibit the qualities in the examples that follow. Very powerful intro. Serious claim you are making that the fight on our hands is more serious than the fight for independence. That's a very big thing to say. Oh, yes. You know, political independence were fighting against the British. There were a few of them in this country and in Choboy, Choboy, you know, they will change. But if you are fighting against yourself, you know, against your own demons and against forces that you cannot well define, character, attitudinal things, it's very difficult because you don't really know, define who are the enemies and uh, fight among political parties, tribal issues, religious issues, not so much. But I find that it is difficult, you know. Uh, how do you use your invest universities, your research institutions, your academies of science and arts and sciences? You know, these are all fights that we have to fight. And I ask my, sometimes I ask myself, why do you have universities in this country? Free education, they go to universities. What plans do you have for them? So we have to define all these things. And how sometimes dictator, um, democratic principles can be, can be uh, misused as dictatorial uh, instruments. Uh, because in democracy, you are supposed to prove everything. You can't just say, this man has done that, this woman has done that. Prove it. But how do you do that? Mm -hmm. But then you see the results of uh, corruption, because see, we cannot hide the consequences of corruption, mm. uh, incompetence, and mismanagement. It will appear. We, we can hide them, but it will appear. So that if after 20, 40 years we are not making headway, we haven't had any civil war, we haven't had any drought, we haven't had any natural catastrophe, and we are in this state, there must be something wrong. And what is wrong is what? Just what I'm saying. Leadership. Lack of transformational leadership. Yes. Where transformational leadership is defined as what? Defined as leading the people to become independent so that they can get their own food with their own means, shelter, clothing, mm. defense, security, you know, and then preparing the, the, the nation to face external challenges. 
for future challenges. That is leadership. Because if we are not able to do all these things ourselves, look, how the animals don't do that. I mean, if we go to the, the termite world, they, they have their, the city, you know, the termites. They have their city, about 5 million inhabitants. You know, when you attack them, they will not go and beg the wasps to come and defend them. Or if you attack uh, any, the, any species. species, they go and beg another species. No. So we should be able to organize ourselves in such a way that we can take care of ourselves. Um, sometimes we may need external help, but it should not be a permanent future of our lives. That's what I'm trying to say. So you are basically telling me that even the government that you've been part of was not transformational? No. They were not? No. Did you make this known to them? Yes, I mean... cabinet meetings, in your memos? No, I will not say our government is not transformational. But then, I will say that, look, for us to get on, we need science and technology. Uh, and even with the... Um, what is the, the other one? Uh, Ghana Beyond Aid. Yes. We, our ministry, we wrote a, very, a blueprint as, how, what, what, as to what should be done. Uh, but then, it was managed by another minister so there's nothing that you can do you know we have to present your views after all uh, i was appointed by the president and if he didn't like you he can fire you at any time and that's how i was aware of that but my point was to do the things that i had to do as a science minister let me tell you one thing that we did very important and the president agreed and which he did and i give him marks for that i said that the president needs apart from the constitutionally uh, mandated Institution that advise the president, for example, CSIR, Academy of Arts and Sciences, they are to advise the president on matters of science and technology. The Minister for Environment Science, he is with him. But then I said we needed a small group called the Presidential Advisory Council on Science, Technology, and Innovation. We selected about 12 people from the diaspora and from Ghana, very top ranked scientists in the world, you know. For example, we got uh, Trevi Ashiti, uh, Trevi uh, Olenu, uh, but he works for the company that also does work for, for NASA. And then, more importantly, Avek Luce, you know, he is a real NASA person. We didn't want them to bring the NASA technology, but then to be an inspiration to scientists from here. And then we got others, um, but unfortunately, it never took off. So I thought that we needed people who could, you know, without any political uh, correlation to advise the president on how we have to proceed with this science and technology agenda. So these are some of the things that we introduce into uh, the politics. But somehow it doesn't gain traction, you know. Uh, wow. And yeah. So this government has not been transformational. That, that's no, serious. no. I mean, I, I'm have to be honest with you. I'm not criticizing the government or anything. I mean, but why can't you criticize the government? No, if they are, if they are wrong. No, I'm not saying that. I wrote this thing to target the, this government to criticize. That has been the case. No, no. We are just assessing whether they've been transformational because no. the rhetoric of the president prior to his election was that he was going to transform what I'm the country. What I'm saying is that we haven't had any transformational leadership since Nkrumah. Since Kwame Nkrumah. Yes. So, so. Even Rawlings in 19 years was not transformational. No, I mean, if Rawlings was transformational. 19 years, we have made it, you know. But it was under him that you set up the cardio center. Yeah, but he didn't set it up. He helped. But when I was going to Germany, he was not uh, uh, the head of state. I went when the champion was head of state. And nobody gave me scratch now. And came back, nobody paid my airfare or anything. I came back. But he was head of state, and he helped. 
And I'll give you full marks for that. Because the first time I saw him was when he came to commission the center. This on, is Rawlings. Yes, in April 1992. I'd never seen him before. But he helped, told people, uh, give you a being, and his wife, Nana Kwadu, they all have. And I give them full marks for that. But, and the equipment was bought by Germany. I put out the burden myself. But he allowed these things to happen. So we should not say, Ronnie said to Apple, he brought you. No, that's what people say. No, I'm just saying, by your plan, that's apart from Kwame Nkuma, we've not had yes. a transformational no. leader. No, 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 no. So no. even Kufu was not transformational. No. So your standards for transformation is very high. Very, You're very talking high. like Lee Kuan Yew, from third yeah. world to first world type of transformation. Lee Kuan Yew, I mean, I said it. You know what he said? When he became, he was telling you something. He said, look, we saw the greed and decadence in Asia, Southeast Asia, and we had a sense of mission not to be part of that thing. So from the very beginning, he said it. And so uh, working with science and technology, he was able to prepare Singapore from third west color to this affluence in 25 years. You 25 know, years? Yes. You know, Lee Kuan Yew was in Ghana. Yeah. You know that? I know. Yes. And you know what he said? He came here after they, they had a meeting um, in, uh, they were in uh, Lagos, Nigeria to discuss the Rhodesia crisis. And then he jumped here to visit Nkuma. And it was Kobudisa who met him at the airport. He came home the next day, he took him to his, his nightclub somewhere, I don't know where it is now. And he saw the ministers dancing, they, you know, enjoying themselves. And then, uh, so after three days, he told Nkuma that despite your cocoa and your Kosovo dam, if you don't take care, you, this country will not make it. This was in 1963. I'm not saying it. Look why you said it. So we have to be serious that there's a fight we fight. That we have to leave a legacy for our children and grandchildren. Otherwise, they'll be slaves in their own country. You imagine we are borrowing so much money from the Chinese and so on. I mean, a time will come, uh, debt to GDP ratio is now close to 100 percent. A time will come. They will demand their money. If you are not able to pay, they will take some of your assets and be here for about a thousand years. And so we'll you, be, you think that if Nkuma had not been overthrown, we probably would have made more progress as a country? Oh, yes. No, not only that, you can overthrow him, but then don't destroy the things that he did. You know, I, I can tell you, look, Nkuma set up the Academy of Sciences. That became the CSIR and the Academy of Arts and Sciences. And then he set up institutions. Uh, scientific institutions divided the uh, um, Institute of Science, Sciences into two things Institute for Technology and Institute for Applied Sciences. The Applied Sciences was going to be practical to do things. And then they came and they disrupted all these things, cancelled everything. You know. So, why did you join the MPP then? Because what? they are the same people, aren't they? The people who overthrew Nkrumah are the same party I don't that. Know. They are not no, the, no, you know. The, no, the, it's NLC that overthrew Nkrumah, not, not the MPP. The, the, the antecedents of the MPP are NLC people. I don't think so. Oh, please. That's, I, I this, don't know this about common that. knowledge. Nkrumah's opponents were members of a UP tradition. So uh, they were very. So the, the, the UP tradition were very. No. Very I, supportive of the NLC. No. So I'm just asking, is that not a contradiction? So it's to say Nkrumah was the great transformational leader, yes. you, you come to Ghana to work as a cardiothoracic uh, scientist, you want to join a political party to do politics, and you join a party that overthrew Nkrumah. No, don't say that. I, don't, I will not say MPP. No. Well, why, why do you prove that? 
I mean, I, I, I know mean, the, history is very clear. No, NLC overthrew Nkrumah. The, the, but the NLC was very close to the party that Buzia then founded. Well, I don't know, but that's the, very the clear. Everybody knows this. Me, for me, it was one thing. I mean, Nkrumah declared one party state. That that uh, was distasteful to me. And also, as a kid, my grandfather. I mean, I grew up. My grandfather was a big UP person. So more or less, we followed them. But then, when I grew up, uh, if... No, but I'm that UP was very opposed to no, Nkrumah see, in everything. It doesn't matter. In his, they wanted federalism, he wanted a different type of government. It doesn't, there ma was it doesn't matter, but... It I does, have, it matters. Look, I, you see, the, the, the thing is that NPP, or the, that tradition, NPP tradition is the one that I believe in rule of law, you know, uh, elections, uh, fundamental human rights, and so on. So th these were the things. And at so, the time? At the time. Okay. At the time, that was why I'm there. But if you want to develop this country, you can't forget what Nkrumah did. So the mistake they made was that they threw away the baby with the bathwater. Exactly. They overthrew the man and cancelled his ideas. Now let me tell you, a, a history of Academy of Arts and Sciences, uh, no, GAEC, Ghana Atomic Energy Commission. Yeah. yeah. Nkrumah wanted the Ghana Reactor Project. Mm. So he started the Ghana Reactor Project. He got uh, the, uh, the Russians, the, the UDSSR, the Soviet USSR. Union, to help us. And so they built the reactor, and in, they had almost finished. And they were bringing the core to, to start the thing. And then the coup came. When the coup came, NLC invited uh, a gentleman, uh, um, John Douglas Cockcroft, who came and said that, look, this reactor is not important. You know, Nkrumah wanted to train scientists and to get the reactor also to produce isotopes for use in hospitals and elsewhere. And then later on, get researchers, scientists who will be in a position to run uh, a nuclear reactor capable of producing electricity for Ghana. So that will, uh, that will take years. So Kokov said, oh no, Akosombo is there, you have enough power, so there's no need for this uh, reactor. But Nkrumah did not say that from the very beginning he wanted to produce nuclear energy. He said, introduce nuclear sciences, train sciences, uh, research reactor, get isotopes for use in the hospital, and look at other uses of uh, peaceful uses of nuclear energy. And then this man was saying, oh, and so NLC2, they agreed. It was in 1973, Bernard, it's very interesting, 1973, when the champion came and then commissioned another professor in Cape Coast to look at it. They said, look, we should go ahead and do it. And then they started again. Uh, 1978, we were going on. And then the coup came in 1979. So the whole thing stopped again. Until 1995, uh, when we came again and then signed an agreement with the Chinese to build a small reactor. The original one was 2,000 kilowatt. What we have now is 34 kilowatt. We will not be able to do anything. So really, after 1976, it was only 1995, 2017, that we really had something that one could say is a nuclear, wow. experimental nuclear reactor. So this is what I'm saying, that we, dis we destroyed, and the, the factories that is set up, yeah, most of them were destroyed, set up, you know, sold and things like that. Prof, so you mentioned Singapore, but you also mentioned China. Yes, very and interesting. What, what's, what's the, the most succinct lesson we can pull from the Chinese story? Again, science, technology. China hard science now i mean even before 19, uh, 1983 
they, they, they had built the atomic bomb, they could build ships and so on. But then, 1983, something happened. Four weapon scientists approached Deng um, Xiaoping, the leader, said, look, if we don't stop this neutralization that is happening in North Korea and apply the civilian neutralization of technology, we'll be left out. And he says, well, go ahead. So then they set up scientific institutions, which we have, and then went into a lot of issues, uh, areas, and then after some time, they started building all the things that we see. I mean, 2003, you didn't have any, uh, let's say, solar panel, wind, wind, wind energy production. But now, China is the number one producer of wind turbines and also solar energy in many areas. So if you set up institutions focused, you know, there are talented people in the universities or CSR. And let me tell you something, maybe I'm I have, I have sure I've said it. And Kumar said that, look, he talked to the university. He said, look, we have to use CSR for their facilities, for your research. CSR has a lot of farms and things. And then now the universities are also trying to set up their own farms. You know, if you have students who are doing agriculture, you, why don't you send them to uh, CSR facilities? And they will also get people who are doing practical things and not theory. So the Chinese set up institutions, research institutions, got the things done, and that's where they are. And you, also you, that's in less than 30 years. Less than 30 years, you are yes. talking about 1986. Yes. So you've spoken about Lee Kuan Yew, 25 years, China, less than 30 years. What about Korea, South Korea? Korea had a so there's a lot more on this. If you go on to the point of view on YouTube, the full interview is there. We had a conversation about many things. Two minutes to 10, City Breakfast Show. A couple of quick uh, comments. Nathan, there was a nice text message you didn't read, which I'm not happy with. But next guy do his birthday dedication yeah, first. Right. So this one, <laughs> this one, this one. Though all the changing scenes, uh, through all the changing scenes of our lives together, uh -huh. you have remained the most amazing friend and uh -huh. lover I could ever pray and hope for. Okay. You are my exceedingly great reward, uh -huh. my dear Belinda. Okay. My dearest friend and lover and the mother of our beautiful domestic army. Hey. As God blesses you with yet another year, I pray domestic for an increase army. on every possible side for you, baby. Grow in wisdom and favor. Flourish. Happy birthday to you, my queen. And the name is Belinda Sena Duku. Nice one. I love you so, so much. Coming in from the husband. From Sessi Senam Sedem and yours forever i join myself to Sarah. that request yeah. Sarah is a fantastic listener of the show yeah, yeah, yeah. his wife is senna happy birthday to her yep, 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 yep. <clears throat> congratulations on that milestone yeah. oh, get so uh nathan so the whole thing you know, <coughs> this one <laughs> this is the last this is the one that will determine who has won for the day she says yeah. the problem is deeper than you think <laughs> it's not just a lack of money as sky say mm -hmm. i'm a professional in this industry thank you our jobs as consultant is to approve the work done by the contractor mm -hmm. by approving the certificates raised by the contractor mm -hmm. at various stages in mm -hmm. order to receive payments uh -huh. what is actually happening is that when contractors raise certificates for the payment of work done and you disapprove as a consultant because the standard hasn't been met by the contractor the paying authority still goes on still goes ahead how some of these contractors even win this contract is some way no experience oh. companies registered three months before ah. the contract is awarded political <clears throat> reports on how contracts are awarded should be made public 
This is what is called political gambadoism. He has some facts to. I mean, it's not all. That's not all the problem. Yeah, yeah but the one you were saying is that all the problem. No, no, no. Amawa, you, Bernard, you sitting here. You see, you are the people of Ghana, please. Bernard has received enough information and documentation. No, I'm going to study it. To actually validate no, no, the point no, no, I made. No, 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 no. I'm not going to study it. But he's no, 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 no. I'm not. The, the gentleman sent me a document which I'm going to study. <laughs> so when I'm done, I will, I will deliver. But I'll review the document. I'm not that quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What a morning. This is the song I was talking about. Oh. This is the song from Adam Gold. Oh, it's a nice song. Oh, it's, no, it's, it's a massive song. No, I mean, the one I like is different. Okay. Is that? The other one. <laughs> That's the one me I like. Is that money, no deal, money? We don't really care. Uh, we pop champagne. Me, I care. <laughs> <laughs> 